All right, the species that we're looking at today, the saltwater crocodile, is probably the most dangerous member of the crocodilian family. They're pretty much living dinosaurs who have been perfecting their hunting skills over 200 million years. So they can swim underwater at up to 20 miles an hour without making a ripple on the surface. And they can burst out to attack with incredible speed. They're also known to watch their prey and learn their habits. In fact, you can see this bloke looking at us now. So if any of you are camping up here near a river and you need to get water, make sure you do so at a different time every day because the croc will learn your routine. You might want to avoid that. Croc gets a hold of you and he can't swallow you in one go. He will literally tear you to pieces. Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 180. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where I've been drinking all day, and today we're talking about <laughs> a nice pair of Crocs. <laughs> And I haven't been drinking all day, so Mike's already getting on my nerves. Oh, it's happening. That is happening. It's it's it is Saturday, and it is quarantine. And what the fuck else do I have to do? But hold on, you you usually stay home on Saturdays, and usually you don't drink all day. Yeah, but 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 quarantine puts a weird spin on life lately. You know, like the days all sort of run together. So like Saturday, like the the, hol- the 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 weekends don't just feel like a weekend. Now they feel like a holiday. It's weird. It's like the day off from having days off. I'm on holiday. It's it's it's, it's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I don't know. I woke up today at like eleven o'clock. I had a cup of coffee and I go. You know what? This isn't beer. So I had a beer. <laughs> didn't you have anything that you could? Didn't you have anything that you could put into your coffee? I could have put beer in my coffee. You that would have been a thing. You didn't get. You didn't drink all that whiskey already, did you? Wait. I have this much left. <laughs> oh Jesus, Michael! You're gonna die! <laughs> wow. Hey, that's this was a half gal that that uh, I wish I had a half a gal here. It's halfway to a whole gal, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my but, god! But um, I've had this half gal for about two weeks. It's about a quarter left. That's not that's not terrible. Uh, but you didn't open it for the first week. Way to give away my secrets, James. <laughs> <laughs> way way to. <laughs> oh boy! You're ma- you're making me look bad. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, this is is week two of, uh, of, of quarantine 500 paces away from each other. More like borantine. Did I make that? (laughs) I don't know. Did I make that joke last week? I can't remember. Because, (laughs) because my days are also bleeding together. And, uh, I don't know. See, isn't it different? You, you are home every day anyway. With the kids and everything else. Yeah. So doesn't this quarantine feel different, though? It does, yeah. Well, also, I'm not stuck inside all day every day. You know, my kids go to school, and, and, and my son has ABA in the afternoons and stuff, so I'm on the go all the time. Like, I'm always driving around and stuff. Like, I today was the first time I drove my car probably in close to a week, and it was mm-hmm. just and it was just to the corner to get ice and beer, you know? I walked there today. To Mega Valley? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice stroll down, uh, nice stroll down Kelly. Were you? I had a, uh, were I had a you case, drunk? I had, 
I was half in the bag. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a case of beer on my shoulder walking down the street on the way back. I felt... Uh, I felt rightly white trash. Hell yeah, dude. No, don't worry about that. There, dude, I can't tell you, like, because I love sitting on my porch and just people watching during the summer. There's so mm-hmm. many. There's so many regulars on our block that will walk back and forth. There's one dude who looks like, um, um, damn it, uh, the gambler, the guy who passed away last week. What the hell's his name? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. There's yeah. a guy who looks like Kenny Rogers, and he he has one of those uh, the like the toe behind cart, you know. That you can fill oh, with yeah, yeah. groceries, and he's always mm-hmm. got he's always got a uh, a, a case. Food wagon. Yeah, he's always got a case of Coors Light in the bottom of it. <sighs> My man, and he's friendly as hell. Like I'll, I'll he he talks to me every time he walks by. He's always he's one of those guys that always has something to say. You know, like some little nugget mm-hmm. of wisdom as he's passing by. So he's a cool guy. You know how you, like the, uh, you know how I know when it's officially summer though. What's up? I don't know if you've ever seen this dude, but there is a guy who there's a guy who will ride down our street on his bike with uh like big cans on his ears like the ones we're wearing Mm -hmm. just just singing gospel music (laughs) at the top of his lungs not even gospel just like straight up straight up uh like like mega church like this like like mega church like uh like the semi rock and roll jesus tunes and this dude mm-hmm. oh man does this guy love it no i have not i have not seen the guy the guy that, he when just, he said guy in a bike it reminds me of the one dude that's in our neighborhood that has the completely pimped out motorcycle with like the neon lights and everything like that and he'll just blast the radio on this motorcycle as he goes cruising around the oh he listens to michael like that, jackson that all the time. summer that's summer to me. <clears throat> Yesterday, when I told you that there was a, a, a like a really nice looking refrigerator out at the curb, and I was like, I should go ask did him you, if it did, works. That's that guy. Did you? Oh, did you go take it? That's the guy with no. Oh. <laughs> I don't have room right now in my garage. I have to clean my garage before I can fit another refrigerator right. you, in you there. You have a you have a workshop in there. That's going in my basement. You fuck. <laughs> the workshop is. Yeah. Oh, since when? Since forever ago. Since oh, like. Okay. Since like forever ago. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. <laughs> James James no, bought ta- all the fixins to build a wood shop about five years ago and it's all been sitting in boxes in his garage. <laughs> oh no, I don't really care about the wood shop anymore. I'm I'm talking about my leather workshop. Oh, okay. I've well, moved kind of same. I've so. moved on from, from wood to leather. It's kinkier <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> it's true. Are you uh, are you still making me that gimp mask? Uh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, do it. I, we were gonna we were gonna do the plague mask for you because you were gonna mm-hmm. stuff the the nose with uh, herbs and spices so that you could avoid the coronavirus, but mm-hmm. uh, we decided to go gimp instead. Well, no, full it's on still full on zipper ma- full on zipper mouth and everything. It's still going to be a plague mask. Just instead of a beak, it's gonna be a giant cock that comes <laughs> off the front. Of it. <laughs> just just, just nah. a big old leather schwa- schwanz. <laughs> a schwanz. <laughs> uh, oh man of, yes uh, i was gonna say speaking of leather and schwanzes i just got done watching wrestlemania oh yeah which how'd that, uh how'd AK, that go? With, by, by the way greatest segue ever but uh leather what, and schwanzes uh, uh given the given the current state of the world uh very strange watching like i think wrestlemania is the only like quote-unquote sports show 
that is still on in regular time. Yeah. Now it wasn't live. They they pre-recorded it earlier this week because uh, Florida, where their their performance center is based out of, uh, they had their. Uh, it's their being overrun down. by alligators. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's. <laughs> It's not. It's not Corona. It's just alligators. No, it's just fucking <laughs> al- alligators and old people everywhere, <laughs> stinking the place up with their old people smell. Corona, corona dials. <laughs> <laughs> I keep making jokes as you're taking a sip, and I'm waiting for a spit take. <laughs> it's gonna have to be a good one, man. I gotta. It's you know. So it's weird though. You know, WWE being a multi-billion-dollar company, right? Yeah. I find it. I find it ironic that they had to rush to get all of their filming for like the next couple of weeks worth of shows and WrestleMania in uh, the earlier part of this week. Yeah. And on Thursday, uh, Florida finally had their crackdown where they shut everything down in like a do not leave order. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm part of me thinks like no, no part of me actually thinks that Vince McMahon didn't pay off the state to be like, you're going to stay open until Thursday so we can finish our shit. <laughs> and then, because it's very ironic to me that it's the very last day they could have, that's when they magically go into shutdown, you know? Uh-huh. And they've been talking about it for a week and a half. I, well, find it's probably, that, I find that very interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Because really the big draw for having WrestleMania in your in your town is is the same as any other sporting event, it's a big boost to the economy. Even but, more so because there's a full with re- week's worth of shit re- that goes on beforehand. Right, but with this, there's really no boost to the economy because people can't come out for it. No, so, but Vince McMahon will be damned before somebody tells him he can't do his shit. Well, that's, that's what I'm thing. saying. So maybe he just threw a bunch of money at him and said, here's your here's your boost to your or, economy. Or or. I will promise you X amount of money in the future for campaigns or whatever for the mm, governor. Sure. Now keep in mind, his wife is on uh, is a, is in a cabinet position in Trump's White House. So keep Vince that McMahon's mind. is. Yeah. Really, Linda I McMahon, didn't know that. Linda McMahon um, heads up the um, the Department of Small Business or whatever she's, it is. She's the Department of Fake Tans. <laughs> <laughs> she's not that bad. She's not that bad. But yeah. <laughs> Department Department of Fake Tans and Bad Acting. I like it. <laughs> I like All it. Right. So what else has been going on with you in uh, in quarantine? Week oh two? man, what hasn't been going on? You know. Well, every, every I uh, <laughs> I painted a bookshelf today. That was dope. <laughs> I have been doing okay. I've been eating like shit, like absolute shit. Like my 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 dinner tonight. Uh, was compri- was comprised of uh, leftovers from like the last five nights and just kind of picking at them. It was disgusting. Did you just make a hash out of it? No, it was just because like that's what you should have done. No, just laid it all out and just grazed on it. <laughs> it was it was nice. horrible. Uh, nice. But I've been eating like crap. But I have been doing a lot of I've been doing a lot a, a shitload like nine hundred seventy five thousand push ups. And like seven hundred fifty thousand bicep curls. So I am eating. <laughs> I, I, I am eating like shit. But if you if you don't think that I'm not getting fucking you know strong during this whole thing, then, <laughs> then think again, pal. I've actually uh, I've actually done zero uh, working out, oh. and I've somehow managed to lose like five pounds. So I'm doing something good. It's uh, it's because you're. You're only drinking, and it's. <laughs> I think 
I think what <laughs> and, it is, and masturbating ferociously, which burns a lot of calories. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's what's actually what's doing it though is because I loaded up on a whole ton of uh, uh, yeah, you like loaded up. And- <laughs> whole bunch of like fruits and veggies in my fridge. I'm eating all of my produce and all of my fruits and veggies before I'm eating the meats. Oh yeah. So so I'm just eating like vegetarian almost. Like there was three nights in a row where I didn't eat meat at all. So you got I a was little just eating you got a little veggie detox going on, but then after kinda, after all your veggies are gone, you're gonna be eating all the bullshit for like five yeah, days well, in a row. Trust me, I've been shitting like I've had a veggie detox too. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> Cool. It's, it's been it's been ruining. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> we definitely all needed to know that. So how right? so how are your BMs? How are your poops? I would say uh, next to normal. Oh, good. They're they're almost there. They're they're uh, they're they're south of normal, but north of a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little south of the border there, Vern. Um, Damn it! My hat keeps hitting the microphone. Sorry. Ah, now you know how I felt all those years, well, months, weeks oh. that I that I wore a hat. Oh man, I my kept doing that same exact thing. My allergies are starting to kick in. Do does can do can does the congestion from allergies coincide with drinking at all? No, but it does coincide with COVID nineteen. So you're dying. Ah shit. Well, I had a good run. I had a, I had a pretty fun good story. Run. Uh, we were Here's so a fun Saturday, story. A bunch of people are dying. We were supposed to record last night on Friday, like we always do. Yeah. Um, and as luck would have it, the internet was completely down in like a good like three or four square mile uh, from us. Actually, Jansen, who we are borrowing the interface from, so another big shout out to Jansen. Um, he lives, what, five miles away or so? No, it's less, like that. it's less than that. Oh, well, okay, fine. Three and a half, maybe. But point is, though, he was out at his house, too. So like, 3.7. We'll say 3.7. Well, point is, <laughs> at least like a four-mile radius was completely out of yeah. internet yesterday. And I talked to you on the phone. You were literally dying. I don't think that you could have made it through five minutes of talking I can't tell on you, a podcast. I can't tell you <laughs> how happy I was that we canceled the podcast last night. I felt like... I could tell... I could tell when I was talking to you, you, you were like, I could tell you sort of really wanted to, but you weren't going to pull the trigger if I really wanted to do it. <laughs> well, I, ha- I hadn't even watched the second movie yet, and it was already like six o'clock. I was like, when the fuck am I going to watch this movie? And then I <laughs> I was, there were times where my allergies were so bad that I was like, I think I might cry. <laughs> like, I'm a grown ass man, and I, I feel like my sniffles might make me cry. <laughs> My sniffles. <laughs> my sniffles. It was. It was. It was bad though, dude. It was. It, it was probably yeah, the worst I've had them since. Uh, since I was a kid. It literally just sounded like every hole in your body was completely plugged. Which is normal for a Friday night, but not in that way, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I think this, um, I think this okay. intro I don't know how to transition out of that <laughs> Speaking of getting stuffed In absolutely every hole <laughs> Let's get into some corrections <laughs> Stupid! You're so stupid! Alright, uh, we have I have one correction I'm sure there was plenty more Okay, But there was one that stuck out to me the most Okay, You said uh, you corrected me on my sack butt. 
last week. Oh, uh, yeah. You said that a sack butt was slang for a trombone. Yeah, 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 I know. So it's not technically slang for a trombone. It is actually a type of trombone. Right. So it's not, so it's not really slang for it. It's actually a type of a trombone uh, from the re- Renaissance era. But um, I don't know. Apparently, it's just like a different slide or something. I, didn't, I don't really know. But. but if I'm not mistaken in the jazz community, it is often the trombone is often referred to as the sack butt. Well, yeah, because it's funny to make fun of somebody to say, "Hey, you're blowing a sack butt." <laughs> it's it's funny because it says because it's got sack and butt in it. Oh, thanks, James. You, I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you clarifying that. For us. <laughs> I was I was being a I was being a, a jackass, um, and I you was know, also you know, and I was also looking at Twitter at the same time. Oh, oh, great, great, dude! Great. I hate um, Twitter. So f- here, here's a correction. For all you Twitter users out there, stop it. Twitter's fucking stupid. <laughs> the, the correction is you're using Twitter. Stop it. But I did I did start my own Twitter account. I am, oh, you did? I'm officially... Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I followed you, and you haven't even followed me back yet. Oh, I figured somebody hacked you because you never use social media. You're a piece of shit, dude. And James I fu- used to use... The Buzzkill Twitter, and then that stopped about two years ago. <laughs> it's because I realized quickly that Twitter sucks. Like, how do you even read a conversation on it? It's all these different. It's all. It's all. It's just. It's so frustrating. I don't even get it. I don't even. I don't even want to bother trying to get it. Does that make me an old man? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't use I don't Twitter. Know. I don't use Twitter to browse anything. I use it just for like specific things, like. If you go through your feed, you can see like specific posts, but trying to keep up on conversations. The one cool thing that I'll say about Twitter is that uh, people that you admire, you know, like so people in the horror community, directors and writers, actors and stuff, Twitter seems to be the one place where they'll actually talk to you. Yeah. You know? And sometimes, sometimes Instagram, sometimes Instagram, but not quite as much. Mm -hmm. It seems like Twitter is easier to get people's attention. Check this out. What is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw those. Are those good? Sour Patch it's Zombies, baby. Sour Patch Zombies. Why are they doing oh, Sour yeah. Patch? <laughs> are they doing it this time of year because of <laughs> the coronavirus? No. My... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, That'd be terrible. I mean, is it, my guess is is it that... in poor taste? Maybe. But is it also my a guess... brilliant move? Definitely. My guess is that our local party store, because I'm sure it's the same place you saw them, are just selling last year's Halloween stash. <laughs> oh, did you get them at Mega Valley? Exactly. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's where I saw them too. <laughs> they were they were only a dollar a box. So I'm like, what the fuck? But um, Dude, uh, anyway, um, uh, Harry was Harry was cooking something like they don't have their ovens going for for public use right now. You know, they've got like mm-hmm. pizza ovens and stuff. But he yeah. was he was cooking something for him and uh, the other dude there today, and it smelled was it delicious? Was it meth? Might have been meth. <laughs> probably <laughs> why it meth. smelled so delicious. Because you know me and my meth. You know I can't. Amen. You know I can't uh, resist a nice big bag of meth. Is that even how you? That's get... how I know you don't do meth. I was gonna say, is that even how you get meth? How do you get meth? Do you get it in a bag? You can... <laughs> how do you get meth? You're so adorable. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. How do you get meth? You you get it in like the same kind of little baggies you get like coke in. Come yeah, on, okay, so ever, yeah, it's in a fucking haven't bag. Have you ever visited a drug dealer? 
uh, yeah, I've got several cousins who are drug dealers, but I don't I don't ask them about their fuck like uh, what receptacles they supply their drugs in. They come in like little tiny like uh like you know bump bags as I like to call them. Um, and I know this because I watched Breaking Bad, <laughs> and that's the isn't only it, way I know it. Isn't it a dime bag? What the hell's a dime yeah, bag? Yeah, sure, a dime bag. I call it a bump bag because why not? <laughs> a little bump, just a little bump. You want, you want a bump? We are so this not. Is, is, we are so not drugs. <laughs> we are so not drugs. We're not. We're not drugs at all. You know what I am right now, though. Drunk, drunk, yeah. <laughs> drunk as shit right now. Are you really? See, this is just going to spiral out like of control I'm, because you I are. Feel like you I'm are holding it together. You're not typically good on this show when you get drunk. I'm not. I can I'm hold. Not. I, I can like hold I'm, it together pretty well because I'm an adult. But you, you're not good when you're drunk. I'm not a good adult either. So I mean, take those two things together, and I'm just a shit person. But. um <laughs> I will say this, it's what's not helping is the fact that we have a tiny little bit of lag between our uh, video feeds. Yeah. So that's not helping me right now. <laughs> so we just yeah, so we just like talk over each other and shit. A little bit. So if that's happening tonight, we apologize. Uh like I said, our internet connections have been uh, quite the shit lately. So uh, Yeah, so what actually ha- did it. you hear what happened? Why Wow oh, was no, why Wow was down? It was uh there's so there's construction on 75 because of course there is because there's always fucking construction on 75, right? Pandemic um, be damned, there's going to be construction. Yeah, somebody somebody hit a, a fiber optic line. Mm, and that's why that's why Wow was down. Well, and my guess is that it's not just Wow that uses that fiber optic line, it's probably all the major carriers and everything else. So that makes no sense. doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no, doubt. no doubt. Well, because my T-Mobile, my T-Mobile service was out. Uh, your AT&T service was out, and I don't know what Jansen has, but whatever he has was out. <laughs> that's that. That's what was crazy for a few hours yesterday. Not only were we on lockdown because of a, of, of a pandemic, so we couldn't leave our houses, but we also didn't have internet or cell service. So it was like being locked in it was like being locked in your house in the early 90s it was fucked up it was like (laughs) Like, you looked at your wife i had to talk to my family it sucked (laughs) you looked at your wife you're like i don't know what to say to you (laughs) who are you stranger (laughs) why are you here who are these children My my neighbors just probably think I'm yelling at nobody in my apartment right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's because you are technically. Technically speaking, yeah, you're right. All right, um, James, what are we talking about? What are we drinking? While you're saying it, I'm going to go grab the beer from my fridge because I am unprepared. Wow, dude, what the fuck? Okay, so I'm <laughs> not got this. I have faith in you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bother saying anything cute or clever or funny because Mike's <laughs> gonna be gone. Will you go? Because I'm I'm already wasting half of my thing here so anyway this week we are talking uh if you are like us and you know how lovely a nice pair of crocs can be especially when you wear them with uh your sock of choice preferably a tube sock of some kind um sorry what (laughs) (laughs) twice two weeks in a row you've made that work (laughs) this time i was this time i was actually saying something that's the real truth we about a tube sock. We love a nice pair of Crocs. Oh, it's true. Um, preferably with a nice pair of socks underneath. Mm, tube Prefer- socks. Preferably, I get it. A now. nice pair of tube socks. So, speaking of that, speaking what, of that, what is a tu- we, we had mentioned what's a tube sock? Uh, it's like a big old fruit of the loom sock that goes up to your calf and it's 
and it's got the rings of color around them. So it's a very sock. Very 70s, very dads. So it's a sock. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I know that that's what they call tube socks, but what the hell's the difference between that and a, another sock? There's no difference. Mm-hmm. I think I think the idea is that they're super long and they go around your tube. <laughs> that's 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 what you use them for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we so we said last week that we had a wrap that we had made a couple of years ago because Jane, myself, uh, Mister Mister uh, Spoonie Love over here. No, no, and, no. Uh, I, he, I had already changed my name by that point. I was going by. Jim, oh, I'm sorry. Well, Jimmy, all your money. Jimmy, all your money. That's yeah. right. That's right. So mm-hmm. you had Mania, who was me. You had Jimmy, all your money. And then uh, our fearless leader, Justin, a.k.a. The Architect, mm-hmm. laying down the beats. A.k.a. Rhythm uh, we Section. Had a, we had a hip-hop group called the Just Us League, right? Because we're white and original. <laughs> 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 and uh, we said last week that we were going to play it, but it wasn't finished. We didn't finish it. But you know what we're going to do? We're uh, still going to play it at the end of this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Could you fantastic idea? <laughs> could you do your verse right now if you had to? Maybe, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I was going to say let's just, we'll just do our individual verses. No. <laughs> do you actually remember yours? Oh hell yeah, dude! Doesn't that's the thing. It? That's the thing is our our my every baseline I've ever written can't remember it. Every rap I've ever written can remember it. Uh and just That's so because your just, baselines sucked and your raps were amazing. <laughs> just so that you all know, <laughs> this was not a serious thing. We didn't we didn't consider ourselves rappers because <laughs> I I don't want I don't want you people getting the impression that we thought that we were real rappers. That was Speak not for yourself. That was not the I situation. Fully, I fully intended to get shot in a car leaving a club. Just saying. Oh well, yeah. I mean, if. <laughs> if if you're thinking about it in that way, then yes, we thought we were real rappers. <laughs> mostly, mostly because people, are, you're not a real rapper. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> oh man! Oh, but we're gonna, no, we're we're playing it though. We're absolutely playing it. Oh, and if there's anything that we're not supposed to have in it, we'll just bleep it out. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Well, no, uh, Crocs with socks was fine because that one we were rapping like we were nerds. It's true. That was our family friendly. Yeah, uh, it was super family. I don't. Even, family I don't even. I don't even think I swore in my verse. I don't think I did. Yeah, you're right. I'd say, I, 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 I seriously, I seriously, I seriously, I, I thought of, I thought of, um, what would my, what would my uncle Don look like if he went to Germany as a tourist? And then I, <laughs> and then I rapped as him. That's, that's what, that's what was going through my mind as I was writing my verse. Your, your uncle looks like little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just sets so many trends. They call him Little oh, Lord Fauntleroy. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> we are absolutely playing this at the end oh, of the episode. God. So stick around. It's like stick twelve. It's that. like twelve minutes long because there's there's all sorts of weird beat that it, nobody. I listened to it earlier today. It's literally about sixty seconds. <laughs> but oh well, I guess you can cut off all the extra shit. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a bunch yeah. of yeah. Okay. Well, that's gonna. Well, there's be... a whole bunch of. That's going to be terrible. That's going to be terrible and embarrassing. So prepare yourselves. Nope. It's going to be great. All right. So All right, anyway, James, we, this, we this, this week, week we're talking about a nice pair of Crocs. So we're talking about the moon. Well, one Croc, I guess, and one Gator. Um, but they're cousins, right? Alligator cousins. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out later. <laughs> There's so, um, nothing accurate about that at all. <laughs> well, it's just, it's from my verse. 
I know. I'm very, <laughs> why, why, why is that not accurate? That's accurate. Alligator I don't think, cousins? Like, like, like in related to their actual species, I don't believe they're cousins. Shut Maybe up. Shut, I don't, I don't shut up. All right, so we're talking about the movie. Do I look movie. like a crocodilist over here? <laughs> we're talking about the movie Rogue from 2007, which uh, that one is about a croc. It is. A saltwater croc. A, a great big old croc. And then uh, we're oh, also... about a saltwater croc over there? Oh, Yikes. God. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then we're also talking about the movie uh, Crawl. Yes, the newer movie from 2019. 2019. Produced by <laughs> Which, Sam uh, Raimi and uh, directed by Alexandre Aja. Did Aha. we... No, it's Aja. We, it's settled, Aja. we settled this. Aha. We settled this, I think. Because you yeah. always used to say, aha, and uh, yeah, it's, I think we settled it and yeah, we found so, out it's Asha. So Crawl from 2019, which was, it was about an alligator. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm still very confused by, okay, I'm, I'm excited to talk about that one because <laughs> Not, I have no idea so what your thoughts are <laughs> on this movie. Um, so to go along with that, Mike went out and from Rogue, huh? From I mean, this one was pretty easy, in all fairness. <laughs> uh, it I'll works. tell you my backup plan, though. This works on two different levels, and I don't know if you know that or not, though. I, ooh, does it now? Well, yeah, it's called... It, this. So this is from Rogue, but it's called... It's be- but it's called Out of Line. It's because there's penguins on it, right? Is that why it's uh, it works? Well, no. Out, out of Line could, uh, could be in reference to several things in, uh, in Rogue. Like there was the part where they, you know, caught them with the giant fish hook out of line, like they were out of fishing line. Oh. You know what I mean? So I, I know I'm I'm reaching here, but it works. You are. <laughs> so anyway, this is Rogue Out of Line West Coast India Pale Ale. Six point nine percent alcohol by volume. Dare risk dream. At the very core of Rogue is the idea of getting out of line. That is to say, you don't need to follow the plan laid out in front of you. You don't have to fit in, and you don't have to follow the crowd. We brewed this IPA as a reminder that there is no limit when you have the courage to get out of line. Wow, that's cute. I I like how on this can, they actually have like a star, a five-pointed star that has each point is like a different like taste, uh, oh, like yeah, taste yeah. profile. And they have it kind of like a... Um, like a like a pie map, not pie map. What's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, what are those maps where you have like the two circles that intersect? A uh, Venn a Venn diagram. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a star version of a Venn diagram where it shows you yeah like what to expect from it. I like that. Right. So this is so this is uh, very tropical and very citrusy with hints of maltiness and bitter. Yeah, that is pretty cool mm-hmm. how they do that. And then it also and pairs this- it pairs well with grilled bruschetta, Dungeness mm. crab, and apple pie. Mm. Wow. All those That's, things are great except for the apple pie. You don't like apple pie? Oh, you don't like warm. You don't like warm fruit. I don't like. Which is weird because you are warm fruit. Um, uh, I like how that they, they actually they did. Thank a, you for pointing out that I hate myself, James. I appreciate it. <laughs> I like that they they said pair this with, and then they literally they gave you an entire menu. Because right? grilled bruschetta, that's a that's a fantastic Appetizer. app. The Dungeness mm-hmm. crab. Uh, hello, mm-hmm. entree, and then apple pie. <laughs> hello, dessert. Why not? And then right. on the can is a is a there's a line of penguins, and then one has a jetpack, and he's getting dude getting the fuck out of line. That 
That and, penguin with the jetpack looks friggin' awesome. Yeah, it does look really cool. I'm just cool. saying. I'm going to get him tattooed <laughs> on my <clears throat> cheek. You should get him tattooed but, in place of the wing but that's missing one? from your plane. You can, and then the plane will fly. <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you take a hike? <laughs> take a hike there, pal. But hey, I gotta point out too that look at that look at the penguin's helmet. What's on his helmet? Yeah. A star. And what does that look like? I'm trying to rope this into working on different levels again. Uh, I mean, it looks like a star. Beautiful Rada Mitchell had that exact same star tattooed on the back of her arm in Rogue. Oh, does she? Dude. I didn't notice. It's Sorry. pretty heavily featured because it's because uh, Sam Worthington's character also has it tattooed on the back of his arm, which is supposed to show oh. you that they were a thing at one point in time. I literally didn't notice that. I've seen this movie probably ten times at this point, and I never noticed that. How do you not notice <laughs> details like this, dude? I'm too busy looking at her face because Rada Mitchell is <clears throat> fine. She is a. And she is. Oh, she is. Especially with that Australian accent. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna crack this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, uh, don't open this too fast because it will explode. Did you blow your top when I said that? <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> uh, I have to go oh, get. Oh shit! Look at this! Look at this! <laughs> yeah, I have to go get many towels. I'll be right back. Neither one of us shook this up either, which is weird. No, this is just a super foamy, head-heavy beer. Hmm. That's mm. <clears throat> that's delicious. It doesn't really taste it's like really a, good. It doesn't really taste like an IPA though. Sure, it does. Really? I think this tastes. I think it tastes very similar to something like an M forty three. What? No. A West, I mean, it's a West Coast IPA. It makes sense. I think it does. No, M forty three is a M forty three is a New England style IPA. You silly bastard. (laughs) Okay, fine. So it's like a New England IPA just on the other side of the country. (laughs) Maybe it's because I'm so... California IPA. Maybe it's because I'm so used to drinking New England IPAs that this this tastes weird to me now. Also, if there's a I love this. Also, if there's a weird cut in there, it's because I my beer exploded everywhere and I went to get towels. (laughs) If there is no weird cut, then Mike is a, an editing master. Oh, we never That's cheers right. in the camera. Here, cheers, bud. Cheers. Right, cheers. Dink. Kinky. <laughs> it's, that sound effect was literally the sound effects they added into WrestleMania because there's no uh, there's no crowd. Dink. <laughs> Dink. There was a match. I was telling you off camera. There's a match where one of the guys literally hit the other guy with the ring bell, and they added in post the sound of the ring bell hitting. <laughs> See, I, it's so stupid. I saw it. Did you see that thing the other day? I can't remember who posted it, but it was, it was, uh, um, it was like, oh, this, 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 the, 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 these wrestlers figured out how to still put on a good show even when we're supposed to be do, doing social distancing. Was it the one where they were wrestling six feet apart from each other? And they were, yeah, it's like, amazing. They would go in. It's amazing. They would go into a lock, and then the guy would do like a like a arm bar or whatever the fuck it's called and like flip the other guy over and it was it was joey janela and some other guy i can't i can't remember who else and that that was so funny like yeah like sean spears it was sean spears and joey janela that's who it was they're both in AEW. okay i don't know who that i'm such a nerd that means nothing a nerd that means nothing to me dude (laughs) you don't need to tell me their names but sorry yeah (laughs) um like 
that shit's funny. Like, why why even bother trying to do WrestleMania for real? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't do know. something like that. But as far I'll like like you though, like you told me, nice. you were just telling me some stuff off off the air that Vince McMahon is literally a psychopath. So, oh, it yeah. doesn't surprise me that he still went ahead with his. Plans. I will say that it is nice though. It is nice being on lockdown to have something new to watch, though, being that everything else has stopped. So I will give it that, that it is nice to have some sort of a new live entertainment. I mean, granted, it's not live, but, you know, yeah. new entertainment. So I'll give it that. But, okay. James. Hey, man. That's what we're drinking. Don't do much. That's what we're talking don't, about. No, don't do Let's much. Let's get into the bleed feed. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Right. Uh, this week on the Bleed Feed, unfortunately, we have a couple of deaths to get to. Unfortunately. Uh, let's see here. Rest in peace to uh, composer, uh, I'm going to say Christoph. Yes, Christoph Penderecki. Christoph Penderecki. Christoph Penderecki. Okay. Uh, he was 86 years old, so nice long life. It's not um, bad. Guy won three Grammys. Okay. Also, pretty awesome. Uh, he's probably best known for his work on The Exorcist. Oh. Uh, now, he did not compose Tubular Bells. That was from somebody else. But he did compose uh, a few of the other tracks that are on The Exorcist uh, soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, I, which I actually re-listened to when I heard about his death, and they're fantastic. Um, he also did the, the composing for The Shining, which is, you know, a small little indie movie. <laughs> um, uh, also, The People Under the Stairs, Twister, Twin Peaks, Shutter Island, and Ready Player One. So he's been working up until relatively recently. So I, um, I, I guess he got around a little bit. A little bit, got around. Uh, so they did not say what he died from, but at 86 years of old, he can he can respectfully die from anything. Sure. I think. He's he's earned it at that point. So uh, rest in peace, Christoph Penderecki. Um, the, uh, the next one, though, is a little bit tough. It's not horror-related, but it's us-related, so I'm still going to say it. Rest in peace to uh, Adam Schlesinger from uh, Fountains of Wayne. Oh, man. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was the bass player. I thought he was the singer. He's not. He was the bass player, but he was also the main songwriter in Fountains of Wayne. And a very um, talented songwriter, too. Super talented. If you uh, if you don't know who Fountains <clears throat> of Wayne is, you've probably heard the song Stacy's Mom. Stacy's Mom has got, got it going, going on. on. Yeah, like, it's, it's fantastic. What? It was from what soundtrack? It was from uh No, no, no. That Stacy's mom wasn't from the soundtrack. That was just Okay, a, but it, but it was featured in a movie. That though. was that was just a banger from like 2001. <laughs> no, uh It was it was featured in a movie though, and I can't remember what movie it was. I am not entirely sure. More it, more importantly, uh as far as movies go, I I was unaware of the fact that he wrote the title track for that thing you do. Yeah, right. I didn't know that either until he died. Like, That's crazy. It's, it's amazing how it's amazing how many um, people in the pop music genre have their hands <clears throat> in so many different things. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's incredible. I think that like, and I'm not actually joking when I say this. When when Chad Kroger dies, he is. People are going to be absolutely, I think, flabbergasted <laughs> by how many songs he wrote. For super super famous pop stars. Oh yeah, dude. Because that, yeah, that dude's an animal. Yeah, 
Yeah, everybody. I don't know, every, I don't know why, but he he saves all of the shit songs for himself. I don't know why, <laughs> but. Hannah, <laughs> Henry, and the black dills. You look so much cuter with something in your mouth. That's a, that's always your go-to. Like whenever somebody brings up Nickelback, because it's the worst song they've ever written. But nobody knows that song. I lit- I don't think I've ever heard. It was that a song. huge hit. It was well, a huge radio hit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Rockstar, there's a there's a gem for you. <laughs> Is that uh, we all just wanna be big rock stars? Yes, it's so bad. Big old cars. Um. Um, I'm, here's let's get back to Adam Schlesinger because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. because here's he's a, not fucking Nick Kroger, Chad no, Kroger. No, 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 he's not Chad Kroger. <laughs> um, because he also won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for his efforts in the the music industry. Um, and also, uh, I don't know if you knew this. I I I didn't know that it was him. I knew there was a member from the band that did this. But uh, Schlesinger uh, was uh, he was in a super group with James Eha. The guitar player from the Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. Cheap Tricks, uh, Bunny Carlos uh, on drums, and um, I forget who else was in the band, but he was, it was a band called Tinted Windows, uh, and it was a super group that uh, consisted of all of them. He might have been the singer. I, I'm not really? even sure, to be honest with you, huh. uh, but I do remember them being really, really good. Because I had listened to them back in the day because of James Eha. I'm a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Fuck you, mindless genius. Um, (laughs) I'm a huge Smashing Pumpkins fan. So when I heard that James Eha was in this, I automatically listened to it. Um, And I remember them. Oh, that's that's who. It was Taylor Hansen. Taylor Hansen played guitar and sang in it. That's who it was. It you was mean, such a weird super group. You mean that <laughs> you mean that cute broad from the, that band Hanson? <laughs> yep, that one. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, oh man. One of yeah, my one of my weird... one of my favorite memories is <laughs> this, kid, this kid I grew up with came coming to school and talking about the hot chick from Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking the news to him because he was a he was like a you know I grew up in I grew up in a rural town in the thumb like so that we had a lot of we had a lot of kids who grew up on farms and <laughs> you know dudes that wore shit kickers to school and they were just manly men. You're talking about stupid people. And this kid, no 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 not stupid people <laughs> just you know just rural folk and uh, this kid coming to school and talking about this babe. <laughs> This babe from this band Hanson and breaking the news to him that it was a dude was just an absolute I'll say it I'll say it right now. It was an absolute treat. <laughs> as I, I can as only I, imagine. As I took a so as I took a sip of my room temperature milk. Oh. oh. Anyway, sorry. Uh I just lost track of things for a minute there. Anyway, anyway, no, no. Slashinger <laughs> uh, was in uh, Tinted Windows. I would say if you've never heard of Fountains of Wayne, obviously check them out. If you've never heard of Tinted Windows, I recommend them. I think they're great. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so rest in peace, Adam Slashinger. And, and if you've never watched that thing you do, it's one of the best music movies of all time. So watch it. It it does it 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 does um, pain me to say this. <clears throat> he died from complications of COVID nineteen. Oh God. So that kind of makes this even worse, you know. I I mentioned this to you. I don't know, maybe the last couple of days or so, that it's weird. All of these other like like viruses that we've had over the last twenty years, right? It seems like every year or so we have like a new virus that's coming out. They never seem real because it never seems to affect the people that we either know personally or know 
creatively. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. It just never seems it's almost like Hollywood is it, impervious to these weird things that happen. And uh this this COVID nineteen coronavirus thing is uh it's weird because <clears throat> it it's I hate to say this. You can almost take it more seriously because it's killing famous people or quasi-famous people at least. You know, like it's killing yeah. people that are in the public eye though. You know what I'm saying? You don't normally see that. And it's and it's weird. It's it's odd and it's sad that that's what it takes, I think, for some people to actually take it seriously. I'm not saying that that's me, but like it's the truth though. You know? Right, right. Yeah, this like weird. Yeah, like you didn't really you know, like you hear, you hear about, uh, you hear about your your mom's, your mom's aunt's friend Gretchen getting it, and you're just like, oh shit, Gretchen sucks. got it. That, that sucks for Gretchen, but like, <laughs> but then you hear about like Idris Elba has it, and you're like, what the fuck? That's the sexiest. That's the sexiest man alive. That. He can't get sick, you know. Tom Hanks, like crazy. Yeah, right? yeah, like, exactly. But don't, you know, don't, like don't you said, you hands. you said like uh, Hollywood almost seems impervious to a lot of this stuff. In a sense, they kind of are, because they're the they're the rich Hollywood elite. Like when this kind of thing happens, they literally can just sort of shutter themselves in in their giant man- mansions and cut themselves off of times, from the world. Or a lot of times, if they do have it, they keep it completely secret, right. and no one knows they ever get anything. Right. You know. Right. Um, okay, so we're moving on to the news here. Um, I've broken the news down into three segments this week. Uh, we have the first segment is called because Look at you, little Mr. Organized. I what? Know, I know, right? The first one's called Because COVID. Be- oh. or, or should be called Because Fuck COVID. Because this is the news about everything that has been affected by it. <clears throat> okay? Um, oh, oh, before, oh. before you get into this, I want... I want to say every every year I've always wanted to do this thing where I'm like once a year because every year Webster uh, Webster's dictionary releases their new um list of words that's going to go in the dictionary. Yeah. And I'm like I think every year we should come up with a list of things that people don't say anymore and you just had one of them. What's I that? hate I hate when people say because and then just the something because the internet like i love i love uh i love childish gambino fucking hate the name of that that album because the internet i'm gonna go ahead and veto you on that why because you're stupid (laughs) see no but that works because you used because you used uh i don't know what the i'm gonna veto it because james yeah. That's see. Fine. Yeah. No. See, fine. James is inter- inter- James is interchangeable for you're stupid at that point. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, that's that's fine. I don't like. I don't. I don't take issue with that. Okay. I don't so know. my because my because COVID uh, thing is the positives. Oh yeah. Come out of fucking. COVID, I hate you. Right? That's a milk sipper thing. It's yeah. It's the it's the positives here. Mike Mendez, right? Mike Mendez has made some fantastic films in his career. He did. Uh, Big ass spider. He did the grave dancers. Uh, I love Mike Mendez's work. He's been on Instagram making short films uh, while he's in quarantine, and they have been absolute gold. And I'm shining a light on this because he did one that he entitled "There Can Be Only One," and it is about Mike Mendez in his house, which, by the way, looks like your stereotypical Instagram collector 
slash hoarder's house of figures and movie memorabilia. <laughs> so his house, like your his house does not look like a big Hollywood director's house. I'll tell you that much. So does um, it, lo- it looks like your apartment just on a bigger scale. I take offense to that, but yes. Why do you um, take offense to that? <laughs> no, he's just got shit everywhere. It's amazing. My point is though, his uh, his his newest short film is called "There Can Be Only One," and it is about a uh, an action figure that is the Guillermo del Toro action figure stealing his Oreos, and it is about the fight between him and his <laughs> Guillermo del Toro action figure. <laughs> it's amazing Uh it's so good and it's it's exactly what people need i think to like raise their spirits a little bit during this whole thing because it's just fun stuff from storytellers putting it out online and it's fantastic i love it i'm sorry i'm sorry i couldn't help crack up at you just trying to talk through the worst burp ever It was a great big Del Toro person. Um, yeah, no, it's it's fantastic though. I I highly recommend that everybody look it up and watch it. It's like five to seven minutes long. I forget how long it is, but it's short. You know, like we're we're just on YouTube or what? Uh, this one was posted to YouTube. He does a lot more a lot more that are just on his Instagram. So if you follow him on Instagram, you can see more. Cool. This particular one though is on YouTube and it's hysterical and it's awesome. Um, Let's see here. Uh, HBO is making uh, making quarantine a little bit better by offering 500 hours of their content absolutely free. You don't have to sign up for anything. There's no nothing. You just download the app, and there is shit for free. Um, nine shows and 20 movies are being offered up commercial-free through the HBO Now and HBO Go services, uh, including all seven seasons of of HBO's uh, True Blood, which is cool. So if you've never watched True Blood, now's the time to binge it. Now's the time, for free. You also have uh, The Sopranos, if you've never seen The Sopranos. Uh, Succession, Veep, the award-winning series Veep. Uh, Barry, Ballers, uh, Silicon Valley, which is another an incredible show, and The Wire, which is one of the greatest shows ever. Uh, and then Game also, of Thrones. And, and also The Creme de la Creme, Six Feet Under. Hmm. Starring an early uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Michael C. I Hall. Think it was, yeah, Michael C. Hall. So all, so, uh, all of the all shows free. that those are the only shows that are free. Those those are the shows that are free. Yeah, oh, I see. And then there's, like, there's and then there's movies as well. They didn't list the movies, but or or you could but, uh, uh, or you could just sign up for AT and T cellular service and you can get free HBO for life. <laughs> no big deal. Hey, there's that too. Because <laughs> I have free HBO. <laughs> but don't but don't shit on but don't shit on people's that don't have it. It's what I'm it's it what I'm doing. It's what I'm doing, Mike. I'm right. shitting on them. Much uh much in the same way that HBO is temporarily offering up uh their streaming stuff, AMC is stepping up to the plate by offering the first half of the latest season of The Walking Dead completely for free. So the first half of the tenth season of Walking Dead is now for free on the AMC streaming service. <laughs> I misheard you, and I thought you said, <laughs> I thought you said the first half of the first season, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I can literally find that anywhere." <laughs> Just to suck you in. <laughs> no, the first half of the tenth season, though, is uh, this is the current season is being offered completely for free on AMC. So if you uh, if you maybe cut cut the cable after season nine and you haven't been able to keep up, I don't know. 
there's a little bit of time you can waste watching. And I, and I say waste as in, you know, waste because I hate the Walking Dead. <laughs> but you, you can watch uh, it. That's your thing. You don't. You don't know for sure if you hate the Walking Dead. I just couldn't get into it. Simple as that. That's it. Maybe, but maybe you were a, you were burnt out on zombies at the time. I was. It's true. It's so true. you know, um, you know, maybe give it maybe give it a shot. Fun fact: I've been I I finished my watch through of the uh, Resident Evil franchise today. I watched the very last movie today. Yeah. The very last movie, the final chapter, uh-huh. is actually I think the best movie in the entire series, which is crazy. Really? So movie, but six or seven is I think it's six. Uh, is the best you just movie watched the all of them? You should know how many there were. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> really, the last uh, one great. was the best one though. It's fantastic. No yeah, shit. it's really good. Is I Mila Jovovich because... in all of them? Oh yeah, she's the main in every single one of them. Right on, and right She on. is just as hot and might I add, just as naked in almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least four out of the six movies, she's naked. It's <laughs> pretty Getting awesome. Naked and fine. Um, I'm listen. I'm drunk and on quarantine. Sue me, okay? <laughs> Lay you down. <laughs> okay. So my next uh, my next news uh, bit here is called "Thanks COVID," because this is all the shit that sucks about COVID nineteen. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Doctor Strange. I, I know you hate me for that. Doctor Strange and the <clears throat> Multiverse of Madness was originally set for May seventh, twenty twenty one. It is now being uh, pushed back to November 5th, 2021. So that sucks. Granted, that one was still a bit of ways anyway, but, you know, still sucks. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that sucks. Uh, The brand new Candyman film, right, was supposed to be released June 12th of this year. Uh It is now being released September 25th. That one, again, couple couple months back or whatever, but I understand it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Sure, yeah. Uh, here's the one that absolutely um, that absolutely sucks. Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. right? Was mm-hmm. supposed to be released this year. It is not being released until March 5th, 2021 now. Yeah. A full almost year from now. Yeah, that's a bummer. That sucks. I don't understand that. that. Why sucks. push it back an entire year? Because they wanted that weekend. My guess, they wanted the, the around that weekend for sure. For really? that spring sort of. Huh. That's my guess. I don't know. Um, let's see here. A Quiet Place 2 is now going to be released on September 4th, Labor Day weekend. As opposed to? Uh, I forget. It was supposed to be released already. Oh, oh. It's already okay. it's already been pulled though. So that one's being that one's being pushed off till September fourth, and then Morbius, which is the uh, the new Sony Marvel movie, yeah, uh, starring Jared Leto, the vampire flick, is uh, is moved uh, from this July until March nineteenth, twenty twenty one. So that one also is getting a full year pushback. That's my birthday, baby. March nineteenth. Oh my god! You don't say. You're you don't f- say. You are the hey, fucking worst. I already. I already. I already bought you something for your birthday. <laughs> tickets, <laughs> tickets to Morbius. <laughs> what is it? Is well, it a? I know. Actually, no. I bought you tickets to Morbius, but unfortunately, the coronavirus <laughs> happened and they got canceled. And thanks, I, Corona, sorry, <laughs> because Corona. <laughs> All right. How about some? How about some? Some? Some better news here. Um, board game lovers uh, and Friday the Thirteenth fans rejoice. Hey, Later that's us. Summer, 
I know, right? I couldn't have said that more theatrically. Uh, Later this summer, we were being treated to a brand new Friday the 13th board game, courtesy of OP Games. Uh, I didn't think that the Friday the 13th... let me stop you right there. No Ravensburger, no care. It's not Ravensburger. I'm sorry. (laughs) It It does look really good, though, and I was under the impression that the Friday the 13th license couldn't be used for anything. So I'm very confused as to how this is coming to fruition, but apparently it is. They found that Um, loophole. They must have. Uh, Here's the uh, description of it. Uh, In this (laughs) anxiety-driven press-your-luck horror game, players take on the the roles of cliché camp counselors, like the stereotypical nerd, the, the, the partier... The partier. 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 I'm, an, I'm an idiot. The partier. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm drunk. What do you want from me? The partier, <laughs> the nice guy, the final girl, the diva, and the jock, as they must rely on chance and strategy to survive five nights being terrorized. Shut up, James. I am, bloodthirsty I am Jason. I am I am Jacques, and I would be your <laughs> Partier for the evening. I hate you so much, but I love it all the same. I will be your partier. I'll be your partier. Uh, coveted tools of survival are. Why just did Macho Man Randy Savage show up all of a sudden from a camp bag? I will be uh, your camp- partier. Now be your partier this weekend. Ooh, ah, yeah. Um, your neighbors definitely love you now. Oh, I'm sure they do. Uh, coveted tools of survival are just within your reach to randomly draw from the camp bag. Cast iron pans, gasoline, cleavers, flashlights, and more. Collect them to make various combinations for points of and use and use additional fear cards for ways to escape his attacks. You only have strategy and supplies to keep you alive, but the odds of returning safely to the camp are slimmer with every turn. Sounds pretty awesome to me. Here's how they got around it. They didn't use the name of the title character see, they see, went they no, went they went with, that's where you're they wrong went, they went with the more they went with the more the more uh or or the the, the less sue-worthy name of mason more please that's where you're wrong because the the lawsuit is all about the name friday the 13th not the name jason oh so cunning yeah cunningham and uh uh the company just, that owns them you're just, you're just glossing over my mason more please name and now you're... Sl- I can't. I gotta walk away. I'm walking away for a few minutes. <laughs> this is bullshit. Mason Moore, please. I cracked That's it fucking- and it exploded in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> these these rogue beers are explosive. They're going rogue, baby. They're going, they're they're going, going rogue. They're going rogue. I didn't, sp- I didn't spill mine all over my chest like you did, but... It's, uh, it's a thing that's happening right now. Um... Okay, moving on here. Uh, what's new on Blue James? <clears throat> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> nothing. Trust me, I didn't want to. There's nothing new on Blue. Oh, really? No, that's, that's actually not true. A lie. That's actually. I was going to say. All right, that's a bold-faced lie. 1990s Graveyard Shift, based off of the Stephen King short story of the same name, directed by Ralph S. Singleton, and featuring Brad Dourif as an eccentric as an eccentric exterminator. Fighting a huge fucking rat bat in an old textile mill is being released. I, I, 
is I being wish re- that was the, I wish that was the description on the back of the, <laughs> on the back of the box. Oh, dude, I I pulled this a out. Big I, fucking rat bat. A huge fucking rat bat. I pulled this right <laughs> off of the the actual box. Uh, oh, that that's being released by Scream Factory on July twenty eighth. Um, I, I we did this movie a little while ago. Yeah, I like it a lot. I love this movie, dude. Brad Dourif is yeah. so good in it. He's good in everything, dude. It's crazy like, how no... it's crazy how he can just play things straight and and like because for all intents and purposes, it's a pretty silly story. Giant ra- giant it's rat a Stephen bat. King story. Of course, it's silly. <laughs> Don't shit on the king, dude. But uh Don't shit on the king. That's fine. But but damn it if Brad doesn't just fucking slay in this movie. Uh anyway, 2020's Gretel and Hansel, an even darker spin on the already dark Brothers Grimm fairy tale, directed by Osgood Perkins. Perkins, sorry. Osgood Perkins, Perkins <laughs> will be hitting DVD Perkins. and Blu-ray. Perkins will be hitting DVD you know, and Blu-ray. You know who he is, right? Yes, I fucking know who okay. he is. Will you stop interrupting me? Thanks. I, I sometimes need to question you, James, okay? We'll be hitting DVD and Blu-ray on May 5th. The only special feature announced will be a featurette called Storybook, so hopefully it's pretty damn good. And last but certainly not least, Vivarium, or Vivarium, I don't know, featuring Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots, greatest name in the entire world, as a it young... Really is. <laughs> Imogen Poots as a young couple who find themselves trapped in a strange housing development with a baby and an accompanying note that simply says raise the child and be released if you're ever in a room with her and you smell something foul is it always like oh I know who did it it was Imogen because Imogen Poots oh it was just it was just, <laughs> just a little poot <laughs> it's kind of gross I guess it's kind of a gross word um, that's going to be hitting Blu-ray hey, on hey, May 12th. Who got, who got hit by a car outside of the studio? Poots! <laughs> Come on, it was good. Knock it off. Uh, that's going to be out on Blu-ray on May 12th via Lionsgate Home Entertainment. Did you, so you've seen this, you've seen the trailer for this movie? I have, yes. I... With several of our friends just having had babies, I feel like this lockdown and this weird pandemic that we're having mm-hmm. probably feels pretty similar to this movie. <laughs> um, similar, they're, yeah. They're, I mean, the characters are literally just locked inside of a house with a brand new baby, and the and, new this a new baby would feel a new baby in this lockdown. I feel like would. I feel like a lot of different movies actually. Like I feel like uh, there's there's a lot of things that you can take from horror movies and apply them to our current position. No matter if you have a new baby, if you're single, if you're with somebody, <clears throat> whatever. Like like imagine I can imagine there being a lot of movies in the future that are going to come out about a spouse being stuck in their house with a zombie or something yeah. like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where you're in, a, you're in a confined space and you're you can't get away from something, and it's going to be based on the the coronavirus epic of 2020. You know? Yeah. Like I can yeah, see man. that in the future a lot. Yeah, it's I I really I really feel for for all of our buddies. Like even though for the most part this thing seems to not affect children so much. I don't know. As I, much. They can still get I, it. Not as much. I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel for all of our... Like, we've got several friends who have just had kids or are about mm-hmm. to have kids, and it's like, what a, what a freaking scary time to have a brand new baby, you know? Yeah, it sucks. Well, they're, 
their fault for fucking last year. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the last bit of news. <laughs> last bit of news. Uh, a movie franchise that we absolutely adore, which is the Creep movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so Mark Duplass and Patrick Bryce um, apparently are struggling to come up with a worthy idea for the third film. Now, we had talked about a third film a while back because they had an idea for it and it was being written. Apparently now, the script has been rewritten twice and both times, neither of them have been happy with it. So if you're a fan of the franchise and you have been expecting something new uh, soon, don't expect it because they're not happy with what they've been doing. You know, the, it keeps getting reported that there's a new one on the way. But uh, yeah, I read not happy I, with what they're doing. I read that and I was actually glad to hear it because that means well, that when they do finally come out with one, it's going to be really good. You know sure, what I mean? Because um, like they're, they're not just settling for They're not just coming up with some bullshit idea and being like, okay, that'll do. You know what I mean? I agree. That being said, though, Mark Duplass had said that he wasn't entirely happy with two. Yet all of the fans absolutely loved it. So I so I agree with I agree with your sentiment. At the same time, though, I feel like when filmmakers get into their own heads a lot of times, though, they can dismiss good ideas because they get too into the process. You know what I'm saying? It's like they kind of get blinded by what they think should be and they don't really I don't know, they're not receptive to what could be, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah, I yeah I I I get that for, but I don't I don't think that they would straight up just scrap two movie ideas if they weren't up to snuff. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? Why don't you let the the, the fans be to judge? Release those screenplays. Hmm? Yeah. How about that? No different than putting a book out and then making a, a movie based on a book, right? It's a lot different, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know what? You know what? You know what's not a lot different. What? That's the end of our news. Oh. As it is with every episode. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break and <laughs> figure out what the hell we're doing. And uh, when we we're get back... We're having a hard time here, folks. When we get back, um, we're going to talk about some reptilians. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, James. Yes. Let me ask you. Let me, let me ask you a question here. Yes, Michael. Have you ever have you ever wanted a pet alligator? No, fucking never. Why would you want that? <laughs> I always did. I always thought it would be cool. I always heard stories about people with like pet alligators in their bathtubs. I go, how cool would that be to have like a a a, a pet that could kill you in your bathroom? But then you, I don't know. But where, where are you supposed to take a bath? The other bathroom? I don't know. Oh, so Richie Rich over here has two fucking bathrooms that he can hang out in. Jeez, dude, you're really you're mean- really alienating like a big part of our listenership. I just always thought that it would be cool to have a weird exotic pet 
as a pet. Maybe it wasn't always so much an alligator, but like you always hear about people who like, oh yeah, I, I had a pet alligator. It would swim around the tub. Like you hear stories about people that had those, you know, get, it always get a fucking, me. get a fucking dagger moth or something, dude. Something that can't, <laughs> something that won't bite your dick off if you accidentally. <laughs> And it's funny. A dog it's or, funny that I a picked a dog or a cat, just a moth. <laughs> it's, funny, <laughs> it's funny that I picked a dagger moth too because they're so common. That's <laughs> that's not an exotic animal at all. They're like, oh my god! Well, you know what's not common? What's not common is a uh, gigantic territorial saltwater croc that uh, takes over a section of river in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Australia. Australia. It's actually probably so it's actually probably relatively common. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, Rogue from 2007. <clears throat> uh, this movie is directed by Greg McLean. Uh Greg McLean um, that we Greg uh, what? We we uh we settled we settled this argument. It's McLean. Oh, I'm sorry. It's McLean. McLean? You fuck. Ah, uh, okay, fine. Greg McLean. Uh, he directed Wolf Creek 1 and 2. Uh, he also directed uh, The Belco Experiment, which we've covered, and also a movie called Jungle with Daniel Radcliffe that I own but have yet to watch. I What's need it? to watch it. What is it called? It's called Jungle. Jungle. Huh. I don't even yeah. think I've heard yeah. of that. It's on my it's on my to-watch list. I have not gotten there yet. Right on, but, right uh, on, right we on. are very big uh, Greg McLean fans. and uh, Most definitely. Rogue is no different. I have been telling you about this movie, which is which is one of the reasons why you were very easily able to guess it last week. I've been telling you about this movie for years. Yeah. That it's my favorite Killer Croc movie. It's so good. And um, upon re-watching it, because I haven't seen it in probably, I don't know, about a year, year and a half. Uh-huh. Um, upon re-watching it, I still think it's my favorite Killer Croc movie. I will say that there are some parts that don't hold up the way that I remember them. That being said, it that's all kind of more like digital effects kind I've of got, stuff. I've got. I actually have so, an. I actually have an, an opinion on that. It's because you've got your fancy uh, 4K television now. Oh, you think so? I think that has something to do with it because I was watching this on my, you know, what might as well be uh, a homeless person's TV. It's just my, you know, my fifty, <laughs> my fifty-six inch LCD. 3D TV. 3D TV. It's not. <laughs> it's not a 4K television. Uh, and here's the thing, though. We both watched this on DVD, though, so I don't think that would make that much of a difference. It might. Mm, maybe. I mean, I suppose maybe. It might. I mean, though, like you remember the TV I had at the at the harbors, the the big the one that I got from Fat Chance. The the it was oh, yeah. like a. It was like a fifty-two inch. Uh, uh, Fat Chance, the other member of the Justice League, by the way. <laughs> it was a. It was a. It was a fifty-two inch. Um, uh, what the like? Uh, what the fuck? Do you, the rear projection, like the big ass box that's, TV. You know what I mean? That's literally exactly what it was. It was a rear projection television. Yeah, and <laughs> you, so you're telling me that if you watch the Rogue DVD on that, compared to your fancy. Golden toilet 4K TV, uh, that it would look exactly the same. The only difference is that I can shit better on my TV because it is a golden toilet. Well, I was I was referring more to the to the fact that you're you know the type of yes, guy no, with more than right. more than right. one bathroom and and several yeah. golden toilets. 
Um, you're you're definitely probably right. It is. It, it does probably look different. Um, I will say this though on my TV, it definitely left uh, a little bit to the imagination. Like the, the effects weren't terrible, but they were also very early CG. You know what I'm saying? And like I, 2007. 2007 era is not really early CG. It's it wasn't, but it's not as good as today's. You know, like you watch a movie like uh, like Jurassic World, for example, where they have like ancient crocodiles and those and they look really good yeah you watch a movie like this it's it's very obviously 20 years behind that's all i'm saying you know when jurassic jurassic world didn't come out that far after this movie not 20 years but like 15 years whatever 15 whatever years (laughs) all i'm saying is they were eight years apart okay fine eight years what i'm saying here is that I like this movie a lot, and it has nothing to do with the crocodile. The I think my point of this whole thing is that this movie is really great because of the character work. Oh, for sure. The acting, and because of the setting. The idea that they are stranded on an island that is going to disappear when the tide rises, and there's a gigantic killer croc in the waters. Yeah. It just makes for amazing character work. And I think that's my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, uh um what the hell is his name? The essentially what is the the main character, Michael Varton's character. Yeah. Pete. He was probably my least favorite character. To be honest you with you. You think so? I I kind of think, think so? so. Yeah. I seriously do. Like there was really nothing like they <clears throat> You definitely get the sense when he first rolls into this little town that he's, you know, he's a big city hotshot and he's just there to write an article. A city it. Yeah, he's a city it. And uh, he's there to write an article and you kind of, like, throughout the movie, there. He, I don't know, like, there's not really, he doesn't become so likable that you're like, oh, yeah, I'm rooting for this guy. Like, when Sam Worthington's character showed up, Neil, yeah, I was almost more bummed out when he died than spoiler um, spo- spoilers. By the way, spoilers. Like he he, he showed up and he was being an ass at first, but then he was like being the hero and trying to really help out. And I was like, I like his character more than Pete. Like I hope yeah, I for- hope Pete dies. I hope Neil lives and him and Kate rekindle their fire <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean for for as many times i've seen this movie i actually completely forgot that it was sam worthington that played that character yeah i think maybe because i just wasn't familiar with sam worthington as much back then i said i said that i'd watched this about a year and a half ago it was actually probably closer like <clears throat> two and a half three years ago but my point is i don't think that i was as familiar with sam worthington as an actor uh-huh. when i had first seen it so i didn't realize it until recently that that's who that was yeah um but yeah, I agree with you. I think that uh, his character, he was an asshole at first, but he was just being an asshole to be an asshole. It wasn't like that was who he was. That makes sense. Right, right. You know? Because when the shit gets tough, you, you, that's when you see his true colors come out and he's willing to sacrifice himself for the better of a bunch of strangers. Yeah, he's an, I- he's an, I- he's an idea man and, all, and yeah. he's also the first one to say, I'm going to get in the water, you know? And save everybody. Um, so, so real quick, before we get into it here, the synopsis of this movie is an American journalist on assignment in the Australian outback uh, enters a ma- encounters a man-eating crocodile while trapped on a rapidly floating mud island. Um, here's the deal. 
the 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 with both of these movies actually um the both of the crocodiles or alligators if you will in the other movie um they're not made out to be these gigantic monster animals like a lot of movies are like anaconda for example was the biggest anaconda you've ever seen and it was like this crazy monster freak version of the animal you know you see a lot of killer animal movies that are like that and neither one of these movies was that i think that um i don't know i, I felt like these were more grounded in reality at least to a certain extent i i know the croc in rogue was bigger you know it was, it was a big hum, humongous croc i get that but it wasn't like Godzilla proportions, if that if that makes sense, you know, like it was still sort of believable. Yeah. Um. And I and I, and I liked that about this. I, um. You know, it's 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 tough when when you're dealing with these kind of movies and you don't want to make them out to be like I said, Godzilla sized monsters or freak monster things, and you want it to be more based in reality. I think that actually adds um, a layer of difficulty in terms of it being believable because now you're you're having to balance two different believability scales it's not only the size of the creature but the ferocity of the creature as well um and i thought that rogue did actually a pretty good job of that i thought so too like it it was a it was a freakishly large crocodile but at the same time in the uh i didn't make it all the way through the making of documentary but they did mention that in the in the movie, their version of the croc was seven point one meters, which is like twenty four feet or something yeah. like that. Which, and they said, and they said that size do exist. Well, and they huge. They, they said do exist. They said the they said the one in the one the one in the movie was seven seven point one meters. We know that there is actually one that's on record of, for being 7.5 meters. So they didn't even make their croc in Rogue as big as the biggest known croc. You know what Which I mean? Which I think is smart. I think that's smart because if they're trying to get this to be grounded in real life, I think that actually helps yeah. quite a bit. That's f- that's um, fucking that's terrifying to think of though. A 7.5 meter croc lives in the world somewhere out there. That's like. That's like twenty. That's, that's like a twenty-seven foot long crocodile. We so we go to the Toledo Zoo every year, and in their reptarium they have a gigantic alligator. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, not a saltwater croc, but it's an alligator. And do you know how big that thing is? Do you remember? Uh, I don't off the it's, top of I, my head. I think it's twenty-one feet. It is fucking massive. It's massive. It is. So stupidly big <laughs> that it's you tw- look it's, at it. It's like I think they said it's tw- it's twenty one feet, and I think it's like something ridiculous, like two thousand pounds or something like that. You you look at this animal, <clears throat> and like you're just like a, a, an inch thick pane of glass away from it, and you see the sheer size of this thing, and it is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Like how does something that big? that alive for being a dinosaur i don't understand it at all but there is shit in this world that does exist and these are kind of like those creatures like, oh dude uh, and and the one from this movie was even bigger than that and that is insane i found both of these movies like i they're they're both pretty like i i liked both the movies they're both uh exciting and creepy for different reasons <clears throat> alligators and crocodiles though honestly 
that might be the those might be the creatures in the world that I fear the most. I'll if never I'll water, I'll yes, more than 100%. I'll more than likely never come face to face with either one of them. At least I hope I don't. But they're fuck they're terrifying, dude, because yeah. Like sharks are scary, but sharks for the most part they're not just indiscriminate killers the way uh crocodiles and alligators are. Sharks don't really like the taste of people, so they more more often than not more often than not they'll do like a little taste they'll like they'll do a little taste test and then they'll let you go i mean some people obviously get eaten by sharks but for the most part (laughs) like i could could be in the water i could be in the water with (laughs) would you say i said the fat ones with the higher salt content (laughs) (laughs) like i could be in the water with sharks and feel at least relative relatively comfortable you know what i mean you say that but there's you say that until you're in the water with great white sharks <laughs> well that's the th- like great whites aren't even, as far as as far as sharks go great whites aren't even really the ones that you have to worry about actually attacking you uh, what <laughs> as far as as far as attacking attacking and killing humans Great whites don't like. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're like at the top of the list. Great, great whites. Great whites will kill you because one bite does a ton of damage. But tiger sharks and bull sharks are much more likely to attack with. Have you seen ferocity? Uh, not until I was 37 years old. <laughs> because because my name is Michael Heckman. Both of us combined. That's old, older than both of us. Um, <laughs> we're both only 14 years old. Um, <laughs> oh, that's 28. Wow, my math is fucking terrible. Yep. Uh, no, I um, yeah, no, I I agree with that. The alligators and crocs are are some of the scariest things ever because. They're just killing machines, like straight through and through. They're killing machines. Well, plus the, it's the, if you're in the, the water, in if you're in the water, the you're dead. If you're standing on the shore, you're dead because they can just yeah. as easily get you yeah. on the shore. And then as soon as and they grab you, they do are that fast on land too. Oh yeah, yeah, they're really fast on land. And then as soon as they grab you, they do that fucking death roll thing. Like yep, that'll twist your arm right off in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? That's which scary is, as which shit. Which is the reason. Which is the reason why I found Rogue t- out of the two movies. Rogue was the more um, realistic, was the more impactful, realistic movie um, because that that it was that was the thing. Like you know, alligator or crocodiles, rather, you know, the second you hit the water, they sense it and they are on you. And the whole point of Rogue was that like so they get so we didn't even go through like the, the plot of this or anything like that. It's it's a very it's a very easy story. There is a an alligator tour. They're in the northern territory of Australia. There's an there's an, uh, a crocodile like river tour. They go up the river. They see a bunch of crocs. Hey, yeah, hey, cool. Crocs are cool. And then they see like a uh, a flare go up over uh, one of the ridges. And so they decide because they're the only ones out there, they're going to go investigate the flare because it could be people in need. Uh-huh. They get to the sp- they get to the spot, and uh, they quickly become grounded on this small island because a crocodile nails their boat from underneath and the boat gets a hole in it and the boat starts to sink so now they're they're stranded on this island the problem though is that this island is only an island at low tide and when high tide it's, comes it's a it's, it's a no tidal longer an island it's a tidal river so 
Yeah. The tide so rises. So they basically only have a certain amount of time to get off of this island. There's a group of like, I don't know, eight, eight, nine people. They only have uh, a certain amount of time to get off this island and, and get to shore. Right. The problem, though, is that they have this gigantic crocodile that is in the area, and the second they hit the water, it realizes it, and it's going to eat people. So it, the, the movie does a really, really good job of building the suspense of the people. And quite frankly, it's, it's actually, you can kind of almost equate it to what's going on nowadays. People are freaking out about what they can't control. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what this is. Like Some people are like, we need to jump in the water and go to shore because that's the only way we're going to get to help. Other people are like, no, fuck you. You jump in the water, you're going to fucking die. Like this and that. So you have this, it's this constant like a battle between the minds of we should do this. No, we should do this kind of mentality. And I think that's where this movie shines <clears throat> completely. Like this, this movie is, is less, at least for me, I, I love this movie and it's less about the crocodile and it's more about the people. Mm-hmm. Um, Rada Mitchell, who plays the, uh, the tour guide, not only is she gorgeous, but she's an absolute badass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's the one that's that's like like attempting to take control of the situation. She's the one that's like yelling at people, like, "No, we need to do this because blah blah blah." Like, you know, it's it's just like she's she's that person. And then you have the the travel agent who is, for all intents and purposes, he's an American wiener that doesn't know anything about anything in the outback. See, Yet hold he on, sort of becomes. Hold on, so, something you just said. Then, like, you said. Rada Mitchell's character is this Australian badass, and then uh, you called him a travel agent. He's a uh, he's a travel journalist. Yeah. Um. You said she's this Australian badass, and she's taking charge, and blah blah blah. Well, it's kind of it's it's, it's she's not trying to. It's not really like that. Like she actually, she actually turns to him several times throughout the movie well, for guidance, and it's like, what the fuck does he know? You know what I mean? Like. This movie, well, sure. she's, this she's movie never almost, been in the situation before. She's looking for people to lean on as well. I get that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like this movie almost kind of suffers from the, uh, the damsel in distress sort of trope. Even though, no, even though I, she's, she's, she should be, she should be the. I don't think that it's damsel in distress. I think it's more along the lines of literally nobody, even her. She's lived there her entire life. But even her, she's never been in this type of situation. So it's it's just people trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A bunch of different people from a bunch of different backgrounds. One of those people who was completely um, indiscernible from everybody else was John Jarrett. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was crazy. Like, So John Jarrett was the the main bad guy in the two Wolf Creek movies and the uh, the Wolf Creek TV series. That's where we know him best as, and apparently John Jarrett is a guy, he's a huge Australian actor. Oh, he's Yet an Australian if sweetheart. If you're in the states, though, you're not going to be anywhere near as familiar with him. Um, so we know him best as the big bad guy killer dude in Wolf Creek. In this movie, though, he's the mustache wearing sweetheart. I'm a super nice guy. Spread my ashes, wife in the river, dude. Like, oh, he was so, so he was so unrecognizable. He like, was so crazy. sad. Well, and he's wearing a big, uh, he's wearing like a big prosthetic gut too, so he looks really fat. He is, and yeah. Like, did you know he, that was him though? 
when he first boarded the boat, no, not at all. I didn't realize yeah. it was him. I didn't realize it was him until he was spreading the ashes and they did a profile shot of him. And then I was like, "Oh shit, dude, that's 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 John Jarrett." <laughs> it's a, it's a, I don't I don't ever think of him as John Jarrett. Like I know that that's who it is, but I, oh, I was like, "Oh shit, it's fucking Mick Taylor, dude." <laughs> and to see him in a bucket hat and a mustache, you're like, "This isn't the badass I know." It's a little bit bizarre, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just weird. Like he kind of he's one of those dudes. Like not to sound like a film douche, but he kind of can, can get lost in a role. He changes his appearance. He changes yeah. his demeanor. Like he's he is an actor's actor. Oh yeah, which totally. is amazing. I wish that he would be in more American movies. And I know that sounds bad because and it's not to like put down to the Australian. <laughs> no, film it's just because you you wish more people would be exposed to him. Here. Uh, yeah, that, the, the fact of the matter is that the American film market is way more exposed to the world than any one other country. And that's because I will, I will, I've said this and I maintain that film is America's greatest export. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've said that forever and I maintain it. And that's no disrespect to any other countries. I just think that we are, we're the most present, if that makes sense. Not that yeah. we're the best, we're just the most present. Right. Um, that being said, though, yeah, so I didn't realize that was him. Um, until probably like a couple of viewings. I mean, obviously I know it now, but like I remember back when I had seen this movie a couple of times and then I had seen Wolf Creek and then I went back to Rogue and I realized, oh shit, <laughs> that's John Jarrett. Like uh-huh. I had no idea who he was the first time that I saw Rogue because I thought, I think I saw this well before Wolf Creek. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, it was really cool to kind of go back and realize, oh shit, here's, you know, here's people that you didn't realize. Um, but yeah, like the the whole the the whole character story of Rogue is probably one of my favorite of all of the Killer Croc movies that I've ever seen, which is why I spoke so highly about this movie. <laughs> of, I did it again. Of which there are many. <laughs> of which the, there are honestly, many. honestly, how many Killer Croc movies have you seen? <laughs> uh, Lake Placid, Eaten Alive, Rogue. There's Lake Placid two. There's Lake Placid three. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of those are alligators. Uh, 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 primeval. There's another one. Uh, yeah. My point is, <laughs> the Killer Croc right, genre, though, the Killer Croc genre is a lot bigger than you probably think that it is. Um, and and quite frankly, most of them are shit. <laughs> so to to see a Killer Croc movie that does well though and has good acting has good has good suspense you know the crocodile for all intents and purposes is pretty good i still have issues with the way that it looks but that's a product of its era you know it's all pretty good there the whole the, the first half of the movie is all them battling the croc on the island the second maybe not even the second half maybe like the the first two-thirds of the movie is that <clears throat> the second the, the last third of the movie though is the main dude in the Crocs layer, which I had a big problem with because I have now realized that Crocs don't really have layers. So that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, what, like, so rogue, so rogue male Crocs are a thing. That's a real yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a real thing. Yeah. Obvi- yeah. Obviously, don't, they don't have like, layers you know <laughs> the way a fucking yeah, the evil way, like, doctor does do. like, they don't make but, beaver dams like gator dams <laughs> but that but that was that particular layer that was 
it's not like he made it. Like that was a natural that was a naturally occurring thing. So yeah. I mean, is it that far fetched that he would find well, something like that and just kind of I have crawl into s- it? So I read online, like I was actually looking this up after watching both movies about like the the feeding habits of crocodiles. Yeah. Apparently, there's a theory that crocodiles will kill prey, bring them to a secluded place, and let the body rot for a little bit. Ooh, and the yummy. reason they do that is because an animal that starts to rot is easier to break into pieces as opposed to a regular, like, full-bodied animal. Okay. So I've heard that, um, but the the idea that they have an actual, like, lair where they live is completely ridiculous. They don't have that. Yeah. They might hide their prey, but that's about, that's as, as far as it goes. And quite frankly, both movies do a little bit of the whole lair thing. Yeah. And they're both not really correct, at least as far as I've read. Um you know, I'll, I'll I'll read more, I guess, before next episode to see if I'm completely right. But for, as far as I know, that's not really 100% correct. So the idea that people would survive a, uh, an alligator or crocodile attack is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that that, that whole thing's a bit ridiculous. But um, outside of that, though, I, um, I don't know. Like I said, I love this movie. I, I think rogues are really good. It's a really good example of a good killer croc movie that you can have a lot of fun with. Well, you it was have... it was very uh, it was very it was very Jaws like, you know. Yes. Like like Jaws well, like have... Jaws doesn't Jaws doesn't really focus on the shark for for much of the movie. It's it's more so yeah. about the uh, the relationship between Brody Hooper and Quint and what they're going through as a trio. And then finally, you sort of mix the shark in at the end. You know what I mean? And this—that's yeah. kind of what this movie. This movie was all about the interactions between the characters. And then you finally sort of throw the, or every once in a while you pepper in the croc, you know, for mm-hmm. a decent scare or something like that, or a little bit of have, tension. And then at the very end, you you know fucking have at it. Yeah, I actually have in my notes that this feels like Jaws. But with Crocs, because mm-hmm. it really kind of does. It's it's a very similar even, uh, a feeling for it. Even some of the score is very uh, John Williams esque. Jaws. I like the score like it's a lot. Got, yeah. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. But it definitely like I, I I think that like you can pick up on some of these these um, these big creature movies. I guess a creature feature you you call it. Uh, like you can kind of pick up. There's a, a a lot of these types of movies where it's man versus beast. A lot of them borrow from John Williams' score from Jaws. Oh, and well, and it's I, in I and like, it's in a and it's in a like everybody probably does that. And it's in a <laughs> subtle way, you know. It's in a subtle way that it's it's more of a nod to John Williams, so it's cool sure. to me. But there are definitely like you like. It's 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 like the I mean that those are the two most famous notes I'd I'd say probably in horror history. Da 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 da. You know what I mean? And yeah, so I, many I agree. so, I so many big so many big like creature feature movies like this involve very similar uh, slow droning low notes like that. I agree. I think the um, one of the things that I hated about this movie was sort of the ending though. Uh, it was a very preposterous ending. 
<laughs> you know, so you, yeah. have, you have the main you have the main dude that's in the crocodile's lair, and the croc is coming to attack him, and he has like a piece of metal, like a, like a sheet tray or something, and he puts it between his legs, and you're supposed to believe that. This oh no! Crocodile, it's it's just a stick. It's the stick that broke off earlier. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. It's you're like right a there, like a piece of a branch or something. Yeah. He he the the croc is trying to eat him and he's backed up against like this uh this cavernous piece of you know cavern and the croc is going to put his mouth around him and he puts a stick up and stabs him through the head and he just so happens to just randomly survive being in the middle of its jaws but it can't quite close because there's like mountain behind him <laughs> Well, is it, it, he was he was <laughs> really, backed up against really a giant dumb. rock. No, it checks out, it's man. It's really dumb, though. No, it, it, I, I it, it, che- it checks listen. out, dude. It checks out. It checks out. I. It checks out, dude. I. I that's, totally that's the understand. Way it would, that's the way it would go. Okay. I totally understand <laughs> that in a very in a very extremely specific <laughs> setup that maybe perhaps he could survive that. <laughs> But it's really taking a lot of liberties, is all I'm saying. <laughs> you I know, would say, but, again, preposterous. <laughs> but you you said, and and just to just to veer off course, but stay on course a, a, a tiny little bit here, you had mentioned earlier that, like, with these two movies, you're not really dealing with these fucking, like, gargantuan beasts. You don't really think you don't really think that you are with this movie until that yeah. very last part when its jaws are on either side of him. Like he's literally like it's it's biting down on the rock and he's disappeared into its mouth. So that's a yeah. big that's a big ass croc. That's, you know what I mean? It's as it's as believable as John Voight popping out of an anaconda and then winking at the camera. That's that's how believable it is. <laughs> Oh, that was true. That was that was a documentary on Anaconda. Oh, oh that was that was based on a true story. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As far that was that was uh, was that Ken Burns? That was a Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> it's Anaconda. It's ridiculous. Didn't you know? Come on. Oh my God. <laughs> the the other thing the other thing that I have a big that I have a big issue with, and I'm going to be very quick about this before we move on to the next movie. Is after the that's boat. What, that's what you tell all your dates. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to be after very quick boat. about this before we move on to the next movie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are, are you done? Are yeah. you done, James? Premature My big thing, After <laughs> Shut up. After they after they crash land on the island or whatever, right? They're, yeah. they're on the island for a little bit. They're they're freaking out. You know, everybody's kind of putting their shit out everywhere. And then you know the character of Simon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No, no. Randomly, randomly, in the middle of all of this, he's drinking a beer. Where the fuck did Simon get a beer from? Are you talking about? Question. Are you talking about when they first, when they first hit land? No, it's just a little bit afterwards. Okay, are you forgetting the entire, the entire middle part of the movie where he's scanning the the water line with his camera and he sees the beer in the cooler and he grabs the beer? Maybe. <laughs> did you did you watch the how drunk were you when you rewatched this movie? I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I don't remember a character ever grabbing beer out of the river. How many times have you watched this movie? <laughs> a lot. 
So so Simon Simon's the kid who he's he's the guy who's he's like by himself on this uh on this riverboat tour. Mm-hmm. And he no, looks No, 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 different guy. Nope. Is it not a different guy? No, definitely not. <laughs> Maybe uh <laughs> Nope. 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 Keep going. No, keep going. Yeah, I'm a- but I'm editing this, so you have no sense. You have no. You no, no, because this. no, because you you left in all that bullshit about me a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So we're gonna keep going with this. Simon was the one who had. The, I don't. He was I bragging. Don't. He was bragging about his DSLR. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. him. So there was a part. I swear th- to you, I do not remember him reaching into the river. And there was a part in the movie where all. he's scanning the water line, looking for the crock or anything useful, and he sees a cooler full of beer or well it's, there's just one six pack the cooler's laying on its side on the edge of the river and he walks over and he very carefully reaches down and grabs the six pack full of beer you don't remember that i don't i do not remember that at all how many times have you watched this movie um so here's <laughs> the deal uh apparently this movie was based on uh, on, on true events uh mm-hmm. there was there was actually a killer, uh, a gigantic killer crocodile that actually bit a hole in a boat and made two guys capsize, and had to swim to shore. And there was like a whole deal. And uh, so yeah, so the, the 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 original idea about guys in boats, crocodile biting it, capsizing them, which is basically the, uh, the two dudes in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's all based on a true story. There's a gigantic, uh, super territorial croc that flipped a boat super croc. holes in it the whole yeah super croc um and that's pretty crazy that's actually really crazy like yeah it's scary, scary as shit, shit man i absolutely love australia and i've always wanted to go there every movie that i watch based on australia i don't know that i want to go there anymore Dude, i'm just saying like, i don't know i, I was, want to <laughs> i was thinking that earlier i was watching i so i watched rogue first and then i watched um uh crawl and i'm like this just this just solidifies my opinion that Australia and Florida are two places I would never want to live. Yeah, right. No shit. F- Australia because of the animals and Florida because of the people. Right. <laughs> well, the people, the people. You might get your face bitten off by some dude on bath salts, and also because you know the whole place is wet and sticky, and also there's fucking alligators. Or a everywhere. crocodile biting your face off. Yeah. Because of bath salts, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um. So yeah. All right, James. Crawl. This movie is from 2019, so this is a random, relevant. Let me go back there. A random relevant. (laughs) You are just. This is. You are fucking golden tonight, dude. This is a. This is a new movie. Uh, by Alexandra Aja, as you say, right? Aja. Aja. I believe it's Aja. Yeah. Aja. Uh, this is about a young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against the alligators. Um, this movie was um, uh, made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I, I, I fucking hated this movie. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I hated it. Are you serious? I, I, yes. Wow. I um I wanted to like this movie so much based on the premise, based on the trailer, and I, I and it's not like I went into it expecting it to be a good movie. I expected it being a fun movie. You know what I'm saying? Like put everything else aside, 
it's just a fun killer croc movie, right? Yeah. And I wanted so badly to like it as that. I couldn't do it. I I I'm not gonna lie. I hated almost everything about this movie. Wow, really? Which is against popular opinion, and I completely understand that. And apparently, it's against your opinion as well. Oh yeah, this <laughs> I, this this might be the first time that we wholeheartedly disagree on a movie. I I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I had a problem with it at least every five minutes. Wow. That I was like literally yelling at the screen, "What the fuck?" And I just yeah. All right, well, all right. Take 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 me on a ride here then, pal. Because <laughs> we I got don't understand. we got a lot uh, we got a lot to go through here, which means I'm gonna probably edit the shit out of this episode so it's not three hours long. All right, <laughs> go but, ahead, go ahead. Um. So the movie started with uh. So <laughs> I started this movie by hitting play on. Uh, so we had to get this movie on Showtime free with Amazon Prime. Uh, Epic. Remind me. Or Epics, I'm sorry, Epics via Amazon Prime, which remind me, I need to cancel my Epics subscription. Otherwise, I'm going to be paying for it. <laughs> you have 30 days. Forever. You have 30 um, days. Plus, it's only six bucks a month. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I my big problem first right off the bat, it tells the story of this girl who is a uh. She's a not not professional swimmer, but she wants to get there, right? She's on a college swim team. She wants to she's I don't a, know, get she's, into the she's Olympics, a competitive she's a competitive swimmer, yeah. Competitive swimmer, yeah. Uh-huh. Um and it's all about her and her her, her you know, she does she doesn't quite make the the top in the swim team. She's all worried about getting cut from the team. And then you you find out that her father whoop, there's a burp. <laughs> Drink everybody. Um I'm drunk. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie, the, the, you know, her whole mindset is about her wanting to make the swim team and wanting to make her father happy and this and that. You know, her whole life has basically been about been about swimming, competitive swimming. She, um, she's she doesn't she loses a big swim meet. She finds her sister's calling her and she's like, "Hey, there's this big hurricane coming. I can't get a hold of dad. Have you talked to him?" And she's like, "No, I haven't." And then she volunteers to basically drive two hours down into Florida to find her her father. They can't get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, right, right, right off the bat, um, the girl that plays the main character. I apparently did not write this shit down. I don't know if you have it. Um, uh, her but name the girl is that played Kaya, Kaya, Kaya Scodelario. Yeah, her. What's her character name though? Uh, Haley. Haley. So Haley's character, I had a problem with her right off the bat because, and this is no offense to the actress, her her character could not have been less emotional about literally anything in the entire movie. And I have this problem with every character in this movie. Nobody has a sense of urgency about anything. Nobody has a sense of care about anything. And it's extremely distracting when all of these characters are put in positions where it's life or death positions and they have an attitude of carelessness. Like they just don't care. Like everything's totally fine. Even though their life is completely in peril, everything's totally fine. And they're, they're worried about things that they shouldn't worry about all the time. 
and it was really distracting. They're worried they're, about things they shouldn't worry about? Is that what you just said? Like, they're down for... I'm jumping ahead here, but they're... Like, for example, her and her father are down in the the uh, the crawl space of a house, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's flooding all around them. There's multiple alligators swimming in a confined space around them. And rather than worrying about them getting out, they're talking about her swim classes. They're talking about... You know, her doing this. They're talking about, oh, you left mom. How dare you? Yet they're in the middle of being eaten by fucking alligators. And it, it just doesn't make sense. Like the the narrative that they push forward in the dialogue does not make sense compared to what they're dealing with in the scene at all. Am I the only one that got this? It's, I don't um, know. Like, there's a lot about it. I, I understand what you're saying, but like, at the same time, the 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 characters were like you you keep saying like you said uh, you didn't like how they were so unemotional about everything. Yeah. Well, both Dave and Haley were kind of they were kind of set up like that in the beginning. Like he was he was really hard on her as a as a coach and as a father. Because he wanted her to be the quote unquote apex predator, and she always felt like she had this this sort of title to live up to. So I feel like both of them were very. First of all, they were very cold toward each other because most of their relationship seemed to be just sort of, uh, you know, business. Not not business, yeah. but not not business, no, but that. like it was their relationship was based m- mostly on how she was performing as a swimmer. Yeah, and no, so it I, was it was a very I don't know sort of a tumultuous relationship. I um, totally understand that. I I just think that like their entire like not even not even between the two of them. I thought that uh, Haley's performance even before she got to her dad's house was super apathetic. Like it was almost like she just didn't care. Like, there was no there I was, think she, I, never, I think she was supposed to I never to got be, the sense. I never got the sense that she gave a shit about anything. And then even when she when she reconnected with her dad, they're they're in this this horrifically terrible situation where they could literally get eaten by both of them have been chomped on by alligators, which I will get to more on later. But neither one of them, even after they had been bit by alligators, seemed like they gave a shit about the, the situation they were in. Like, they, they, they just never really connected in the way that, like, they actually cared that they were in the situation they were in. They only cared more about their interpersonal fighting, which I thought was completely ridiculous in that type of setting. It just didn't make sense. And I couldn't connect with them as characters because... They didn't really give a shit. Everything that was going on around them seemed like secondary to their daddy issues, if that makes sense. And 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 in this kind of a movie, it made no sense. At I can't. All. I can't explain. Like I. I don't. I don't fault you for for feeling that way. I can't explain why. I don't know. I can't really put into words why I thought it worked well, but I thought that it did. Yeah, I, I just I'm we are at complete odds and ends with this. Yeah. Because I like I, I can't actually, get over that. Like I 
that's what pissed me off the most about this movie. I, the entire time watching this, I was yelling at my TV, why don't you care? Why don't you give a fuck? Why are you acting this way? Like The entire movie from, from almost start to finish, it was my same criticism the entire way and there was it's just this movie was like there was there was a couple of different layers this movie tried to build on Mm -hmm. and those layers just never connected to me like they were all just separate layers the entire time and that's what it was and i don't know man i just i couldn't get into this movie and on top of that the way that they portrayed the alligators in this movie were dumbfounding because no alligators in the history of alligators acted the way that these ones did, which was extremely distracting to me in this movie. In what, in what way exactly? Alligators are incredibly territorial, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are a person that is in their territory, they're not just going to leave you alone for any, any, any extreme amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. When, they, when they bite you, the, the bite force of an alligator is ridiculous. Both of these characters got bit multiple times by alligators, and they were just fine. They just kept moving on with the story. It made absolutely no sense. The dad was found unconscious because of his injuries, yet the entire rest of the movie, he was happy-go-lucky and fine. His fucking leg was completely broken in half. Well, and I mean, made a, and they, the, and the they pain made a of... Point of the, the pain of a the pain of a compound fracture could knock you out. Doesn't matter. The second half of the movie, he was literally walking on his leg. That makes no sense. Well, I mean, you he cannot. Did, he did you reset cannot, the bone. Doesn't no. He fucking put a wrench on top of the compound fracture. That does not allow you to walk on a fucking leg like that. <laughs> it just doesn't. Well, you can't do it. It's hum- completely unrealistic. Humans can do some crazy shit. I remember. I You're- remember when I was growing up. My uh, a kid I grew up with, Dave. His dad was a paratrooper, and uh, paratrooped. He was a paratrooper in. Uh, I can't remember where the where he was exactly, but Desert Storm or something like I have no idea. But anyway, uh, he landed behind enemy lines, like basically in a place he wasn't supposed to be. And have you ever seen the way paratroopers land in yes. in the army, especially back then? Yes. They land very fast and very hard. Mm-hmm. They essentially have to do like a parkour parkour roll when they hit the ground to perfectly the way that land. it's been described to me is that you're in a car crash every single time you land. Right, and so when Dave's dad dad hit the ground, he broke both of his legs. Sure, but he was two miles behind enemy lines, so he got up and walked on two broken legs. Yeah, but was it get, compound they, fractures? They, where they the bone I don't is sticking out. No, of your I don't leg think. I don't think they were compound fractures. But you're also talking about a fucking horror movie, Mike. The, I don't like though, to me. To me, for some reason, I don't. I don't understand why you, your suspension of disbelief for so many other movies, is so vast. Because this and then was a for movie, a movie like this, because this was you a can't movie that it. didn't have. It did not have monstrous crocs. It was not. It was not a sci-fi type cro- killer croc movie. This was supposed to be rooted in real life. Yeah. And the whole point of that, though, is that if you're going to root this in real life, you have to follow real life 
rules. I don't. This movie didn't. Yes, you do. <laughs> you that, that's that's the whole reason why a movie is effective. Like if and and that and that was the big downfall for me of this movie is that nothing was realistic. How many times did these both characters, the the the, the daughter and the father, both got bit by crocodiles? And there's a big scene of them struggling to get away. And it happened multiple times. How many people can you actually think about who've been attacked by crocodiles that got away from not even one, but two, three, four crocodile attacks and were perfectly fine afterwards? Yeah, a couple broken things here and there. But but they were suddenly like fine characters afterwards? No, you get attacked by a crocodile once, you're fucked. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like these people got attacked by them multiple times, and they were completely okay. And it was just like, it's Is ridiculous. It, are you? It's are absolutely like, ridiculous. Like, do you apply this rule that it's 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 rooted in real life? Thus, it must follow the rules of actual nature. Just because they're dealing with things that are actually real, the fact that it's real alligators. I don't know how you can take what you just told me and take that any other way. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a movie. Like, it's a movie that is supposed to, that is not supernatural though. It's a movie that is based on real life crocodiles and alligators. Like so yes, everything that is taking place should be within the realm of reality. Yes, that's that's the way that you make it a believable movie. And this movie just took liberties everywhere and and it made it to to me it made it so unrealistic that it completely took me out of the movie. Like I did not like this movie at all. I hated this movie. In wow. fact, I will go along and say I hated this movie because of how unrealistic it was. Like there was there was not ten minutes that went by that I wasn't just yelling at the screen about something. That's it's like, just I just it's I just, it's just I could not do it. I watched I watched this movie like I watch any other movie, which is yes, there was a lot of unrealistic shit that happened, but I didn't let that get in the way of the rest of the movie for me because when all was said but, and done, it was still telling you a story about people. And I get like that, but I don't a story. Like I, I didn't get, I didn't get to make sense. I didn't get caught up in the <laughs> in the details. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the story is in the details, though. It's supposed to make sense. If it's if 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 you have a story that that is intentionally ridiculous, then then yes, you can have ridiculous things that build to the story. But if you have a story that is supposed to be grounded in reality, but you have all of these ridiculous caveats to go along with it, it just it doesn't work. They don't meld together, and I guess that's where my problem was. Um, you know, you have a, a, I don't know, man. Like there were things about the movie that I liked a lot. Like where they're they're in the they're in the crawl space, for example, and she's she's going towards the steps, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the gator burst through the steps. I jumped. Like it really got me. Like it seriously made me jump, and like mm -hmm. I had like a heart stutter. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really really cool. I like the fact that a lot of um. There was a lot of scenes in this movie that uh, I have to imagine because it was Sam Raimi produced. Alexandra Aha wanted to do his best impression of a Sam Raimi movie, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of like scene, like a lot of shots that were very Sam Raimi esque, like the, uh, the the above above the rafters where when you pass by a beam, it makes a sound like whoop whoop. Yeah, like they had that kind of stuff in it. There was the shot where she's walking down the steps for the first time. 
but behind the steps or whatever, that's a very evil dead shot. Like, yeah. I can appreciate that kind of stuff. And I love that Alexandra uh, Aja was, was very, you know, he understood what he was doing. He wanted to honor the guy producing his movie. Totally get that. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this was not a movie for me. I mm. wanted it to be so much. And, and, and the thing is, is I think that I'm part of the minority in this. Because... Because according to all the reviews and everything else, like this movie gets favorable reviews. People like this movie a lot. Really? I even saw today. I um, just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I even saw it today. Out of out of all the movies released in 2019, uh, Quentin Tarantino said this was his favorite. Yeah. 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 I, I I just I just can't I just can't do it. You know, like this, the, it, that's 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 I don't know. Fucking, it's like bizarre. A, a spot, like comparing comparing in... this to Rogue, and it, like because Rogue, for all intents and purposes, is rooted in the same reality that this movie is. There's there's a scene there's a scene in this movie where the dad is telling the daughter, "Swim, swim, swim! You can make it!" And there's a crocodile right on her ass. Right, a human being can only swim like five or six miles an hour. A crocodile can swim 20 miles an hour. Well, yeah. There is no way in hell that an, a person's going to outswim a crocodile. And that's part of what this whole entire movie is about. It's about her being this extra, you know, extraordinary swimmer. <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And I can't get into it. No, that, a, that itself. Like, but where, that, that was and, one and 10 mention, second part of the movie. But that's it's not just 10 seconds of the movie because if you remember way in the beginning of the movie, a crocodile or alligator in this case literally chomped down on her leg and mauled her leg. She would not be swimming even at half strength because her fucking leg got mauled. But you don't know that because she's walking around on her leg perfectly fine for the second half of the movie. <laughs> Same as the dad. Like, see, I think you're, I, I think you're ass. just getting caught. In, like the, uh, like, like this is essentially it's a monster movie. But be, I think you're getting caught up in the fact that it's because it's an alligator. It's because it's a no. real creature. And yeah, because how many no, other no. how many other movies do people get? stabbed and shot and and dropped off of seconds out of second story w- windows and then they still based, bounce back and they and they but there's reality based parts of all of that though in this one they never once until the very end showed a death roll which is what an alligator does well that much yeah every time it latches on somebody it does a death roll which that was all of these between the dad and the girl, they'd be they'd be missing every single one of their limbs yeah. if they got attacked as many times yeah. and got an actual death roll. That it was never that was the that was the main problem I had with it was like yeah, it these just, these gators had these gators happen. latched on good <laughs> quite a few times and they would have started rolling right away. My other big problem was you had the city streets right were so flooded to where there was boats. You know, cruising around the streets, right? Yeah. Yet down in their little shimmy area, their little uh, basement area, they had complete open vents where the water was just sort of trickling in. It doesn't make any sense if the entire well, they were, area. No, their 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 lot was elevated. It doesn't matter if they're if they, if it was as flooded the way that they showed it. The cars right out front of the of the of the house were filled up to water. To the top, to like the the 
top third of the windshield. No, when Those they fir- when they first are when, when they first went out when they first went out to try and get in the car, the the water was up to the top of I'm the wheel well. Talking about the police at the very end. Now, well, that was that was not, after. No, 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 not not even, not even the very end. When the police came by in their boats, they were still in the basement shining their lights. Not the lights, but they were yelling through the uh, the lattice work or whatever from the, the the crawl space. Yeah, which means that those boats were way above the elevation of that basement, which makes no sense as to why there was water just the, trickling the in. The lot it doesn't the, make any the sense. The lot itself, the piece of land, was elevated though. It still, if you look, if you look, if you look at the geography of it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And on top of that, and on top of that. This entire movie would be completely negated if they had, you know, you know, the hammer that was in his tool bench and the screwdrivers and everything else. They're literally one brick to two bricks away from busting out the lattice work of that basement and just getting out. Did he have a all hammer? They, Did he have a hammer all, in yes, that belt? It, it showed it in, in the tool belt. Mm. All they had to do, even they had screwdrivers. That's all you needed. Like literally that entire crawl space was very was one like one brick connected lattice work and that's it all they had to do was break away two bricks and they could have swam out yeah this entire movie could have been avoided by <laughs> by one by one action and it was so distracting to me as a viewer it just didn't make sense i don't, I don't know. know have you ever have you ever tried to chip away five or six bricks with a with a I've screwdriver broken down I've broken down full-on walls at my work with a sledgehammer. With a screwdriver. Uh, yeah, a screwdriver, though, if you only have one brick's worth of mortar, not that difficult, especially when you have the kind of time they had at the very very beginning. Okay. Not that difficult. Well, I'll take your word for they it. Could I've have never easily, personally done it. <laughs> they could have easily gotten out of there. I, I guess that's my point. Like, this this movie was, was set up to be this big, massive you know, uh, uh, strenuous, you know, viewing experience, but there was just so many things that just didn't make sense. And mm-hmm. I could not get into it. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Like maybe I'm ruining this movie for people, but like, I just, I don't know, man. It wasn't I don't for know. me. I, I, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you too much. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And I'm not going to, I, I'm not going <laughs> to, we're, we're already, probably over our time at this point i liked it i probably. i i it was definitely a little ridiculous at points but overall i thought it was tense i thought there were some like uh not really f- not funny parts but more more like yeah i guess they were funny for me like there were parts well, that me. made me well, smile me. Listen, like i would like there were tell me there were, what did you like about this movie I, uh, I I've been kind of dominating this whole thing. I apologize for that. No, I don't. I don't and know. What did like, you I, like I, about it though? No, at, at this at this point, I like there's there's not much there's not much like because I I already tried to interject a little bit of what <laughs> I liked about it into what you were saying, but it was I don't think that there's anything that I could say right now that's gonna make you understand why I like this movie. So all I'm gonna say is. I liked it. I think that people should go watch it. I, if if um, I'd kind of like to get some other opinions from other people. Like if if you liked it, let us know. And if you didn't, let us know. Because this is one of the rare occasions where you and I completely disagree on a movie. Yeah, you know I what just, I mean. Yeah, 
yeah, I I agree with you. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit I'm being a bit harsh on it. But I think it's there's I I feel like you are know, like man. there's there's you're you are being weirdly critical of a movie that I feel like when I was I watching when I was like watching this, like, it I understand when I was watching it I felt like if we had been watching it together I honestly thought like while I was watching it I was like oh man I wish we were watching this because we would have had the same thought about this at this point in time. I think I think between the fact that you and I wholeheartedly disagree about this movie and the fact that we keep freezing on our video feed here, we might as well just <laughs> wrap it up. Yep, I agree. So anyway, that is uh, that's Rogue and uh, Crawl from 2019. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Can't even remember it. Um, yeah, so we liked some of them. We didn't. I liked them both. Mike didn't because you know these <laughs> stupid people. But <laughs> I have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, if you uh, wh- what are we doing next week? Oh, next week we're doing the pack. It's our and... Easter. It's our it's our Easter special next week. Oh wait, so we're not doing the the uh, dog days. That's literally the last episode of this month. <laughs> oh, well, why did you text me earlier and say make sure you fi- figure out what we're doing? Because for... we said. Because we said last week, because remember the pack was two different movies, and you were supposed to figure out which one we were going to actually watch. Yeah, but if so we don't, I could, so, but so if that we, I could promote it so that people can watch it. Oh, I see. You didn't I do it, see. did you? Sure, I did. No. So which one? <laughs> the newer one. Uh, from I think what? it's t- I think uh, I think it's 2014. It's just not okay. the one from the 70s. Okay, so that's fair. So it's White God and then the newer... The, the pack, pack from 2014 I think it's 2014, 2012, 2014, post, something like that. I'm going to post the actual schedule tomorrow, which by the time you hear this, it will already be posted. So there you go. Okie dokie. Um, so yes, next sir. week for Easter, what are we doing? Uh, next week for Easter. So here's the deal. We're going to do... <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. We're going to do a movie called Resurrection. Which uh, is sort of on par with our seven slash anamorph episode. It's more of a thriller with like a serial killer, um, but this movie sounds awesome, and it's with one of my favorite character actors ever, uh, Leland Orser. So I'm very excited to to watch it. We're gonna watch that. Um, should we should we announce uh, though? M- more importantly, isn't it isn't it featuring? Um christopher lambert the guy who we completely forgot who he was last yeah. week <laughs> the highlander <laughs> yes so now, christopher the, lander sh- christopher lambert and leland orser should we should we announce the second one or should we keep it a secret because it's so ridiculous <laughs> we'll just keep it a secret that's fine we're gonna keep it a secret uh-huh. so part two of next week's episode is going to be a secret um it's fun, though, I promise you. I've actually thought about us potentially doing a commentary for it, like a like a, a sight-unseen commentary, because I think that'd be really fun. Yikes. But we'll see. It might happen. It might not. We'll see. Um, but yeah, anyway, next week is our Easter episode, because, uh, hey, it's quarantine, but we still got to celebrate Easter, right? <laughs> yeah. You can have a ham sandwich as opposed to a nice piece of ham. <laughs> you can have... Uh, French fries as opposed to mashed potatoes. Whatever you're going to do, it's going to be good. <laughs> you can, instead of listening to a good podcast, you can listen to us. That's that's pretty Ooh, much what it is. Ouch, man. <laughs> Very ouch. All right. We, um, we, live, we live among the rats, James, okay? That's, that's, that's all there is to it. 
Uh, well, besides all of that, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can find us at uh, the Buzz to Kill PC on Twitter. Uh, you can also check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com slash the Buzz to Kill Podcast. Uh, find a book. It's quarantine. Everybody needs to read something. Keep yourself occupied. Find a yeah. book. Pick up a recommend anything pick up spectacular a, this week, but um, there's lots of stuff on there. Pick up yeah. a free 30-day trial. Get a credit for one free book. If you cancel any time during the 30 days, you get to keep the book. It's a good deal. So it's a hell of a deal. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's about it. Find right. Jay. You can find Jay at OceanRecordingStudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Yeah, baby. Yeah, check all him right. out. He's cool. hurting right now, so so go give him some business. <laughs> He's an independent contractor, people. Um, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's this week. Hopefully, right. we didn't bore you to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next week. Cheers, brother. Try to have a good night.